0: forward caps and Savon with no hat
1: bam we're live uh i apologize i'm late i have this routine that's like really strict down to the minute mr sprague and uh i i washed my butt twice this
2: morning normally i only wash it once are you sure it's I that just, i think you got caught up looking in the mirror at that awesome shirt you have
1: and that extra minute of maybe it was 30 seconds of that too uh thank you brian uh and it was that extra minute of cleaning hygiene that caused me a uh, by the way
2: i'm throwing it back to the uh 2019 Watapalooza attire uh, today
1: james did you have your eyebrows done
0: dude no uh i <laughs> haven't done them in a while i mean i i don't even think i've gotten them done i've just plucked them
1: um can i can i see what's under the lid
0: sure dude yeah it's just a flow
1: yeah wow okay yeah I keep it
0: off if you prefer
1: no, no, either way, your face is looking strong. It's looking strong. I was like, why? What, what? What is going on? Did you get the eyebrows done, or is it just, I mean, you look very
2: chiseled,
0: dude? Thank you very much.
2: Angular, um, Angular.
0: Man. yeah. I don't, I don't know how that happened, but I'll take that. It's a compliment.
2: Yeah, take it. Take it. He's been benching, that's why.
0: Just spend the bench.
2: Give, uh, the speak, speaking of taking
1: it, uh, uh, to talk to my wife. No, no, I'm just joking. She's great at that. She's great at that. I shouldn't. Uh, Caleb. Hi. Good morning, Mr. Friend. Good morning. Good morning. morning. Uh, I, I send my adi- uh, most sincere apologies to the crew um, that's always here every morning for being uh, one minute late. Um, what's in your mouth, James?
0: Oh, dude, I just threw together a little uh, peanut butter bagel. It's a Pat Sprague classic. He's been eating them for years. I, I learned from the best.
1: Oh, your dad's been looking good, too.
0: Dude, he's looking sexy. He's got like eight abs now.
1: Yeah, crazy. It's nuts. I, I saw I saw the video.
0: I'm proud of him. Yeah, he's competing next weekend too. He's like uh the only American in his age group.
1: At Wadapalooza, your dad's yeah. competing? Yeah. Wow, crazy. Mm-hmm. You think when you're you're a couple years away from being all big and buff like him?
0: Dude, I literally just talked to the lady who is dry needling um about this. That like my frame is not his at all, but I think he was skinnier. When he was my age too. So like I have potential to hopefully grow into that.
1: Um, you are looking I, I I love the the young guys like you because we get to watch the whole, you know, body transformation as you go from boy to man.
0: Mm-hmm. And there's
1: there are a couple photos you posted recently. There's uh one with you with the dumbbells overhead, and you look you're you're turning into a hoss. Dude. Thank
0: you're gonna you make down Dall-
1: you're gonna make Dallin Pepper look like the small guy soon. <laughs> He's yeah, trying he to be
0: the small guy. He's uh he that's his goal. My goal is to be the big guy. So hopefully we do make that swap.
2: This is crazy. Maybe you guys just meet somewhere in the middle. For real. What are you weighing?
0: Uh I'm right. I'm like around 210, 215 usually.
1: Yeah, you are you're, you're looking yeah, you're looking uh giant. Um how how's the body? How's the knee?
0: Dude, body's great, knee's great. I uh I got some PRP done about eight weeks ago and Never felt this good in my life. It's it's pretty awesome.
1: Are, are you you have a like a um like a spur in, in one of your knees? Right? Did are you getting that thing removed?
0: No, dude. No spur. No nothing. Oh. Just uh oh. just, just some beat up beat up tendons from uh poor moving as a teenager. Um and uh and I'm moving a lot better now and got a big got a good plan with it. So um don't really have to look back at that much too much anymore, which is good.
1: Oh, bitching. Congratulations! Wow. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, Competing healthy is huge.
0: It is. It helps a lot for sure.
1: Greg Glassman's in the comments. Oh no. Clegg
2: Glassman.
1: (laughs) I had my days are pretty free since I saw you asshole. (laughs) Uh, where are you right now? What, um, is your dad visiting you in Florida? Are you in Florida?
0: I just got back to Florida. I was, uh, back in the Pacific Northwest, uh, Washington slash Idaho for, three weeks over the holidays and, and now I'm back here and getting gearing up for whatever comes next week.
1: And, and you brought your dad with you since he's competing.
0: No, no, he'll be he'll be on his way. Uh, next, next Wednesday, we got a little Airbnb together and my brother's coming out to be our pit crew and should be a fun time.
1: Oh, he's not there in the room with you right now. I thought no. the way when you said his name and you looked around like he was in the room.
0: No, no, not at all. He is uh, he's back. Uh, he's he's traveling all the time. He was just in Hawaii. He was in Idaho with me. He the guy lives the dream. It's awesome.
1: I saw that um, video. Your dad's uh, has a um, sells insurance. He has an insurance company. Mm-hmm. And Correct. when you say he's living the dream, it was apparent because one of the offices, instead of having like a secretary or an associate in there, he's turned it into a gym.
0: Mm-hmm. You do yeah, your that's,
1: studies. That video is crazy. I'm like, Pretty is this cool. real?
0: It's, it's real. We, uh, so his all state office, he started this, it's like near our house. Um, whatever he started, this place had like five people working out of it. Eventually he moved all the people working in that one to another office. We turned it into a huge gym because we moved out of the house. Um, and so our garage gym went into this gym and now we call it the house of pain.
1: And you're doing stuff like prowler pushes in the all state parking lot.
0: Yes. Yes how
1: exactly. how are the how are the neighbors um taking that?
0: It's actually great because the neighbors are a CrossFit gym. They're called Snow Ridge CrossFit, so we are their competitors, but not really.
2: Wow, what a trip!
0: Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm.
2: always wild when you see athletes do you know doing some kind of training like this outdoors, and then you just see regular people around. I think. I think actually Wadapalooza reposted a video of Ricky Garrard testing out the swim workout, and he's just at like some beach. There's just kids yeah. playing, and he's doing 30-pound wall balls, and I'm just totally. wondering like what do the families think when they see this guy?
0: Yeah, 100%. That he's
2: crazy, that you're crazy. <laughs> it's
0: the new norm.
2: Hey, I don't know if your dad tells you this,
1: um, but on, on behalf of him, he probably it probably can't even be expressed in words how excited he is that his life has turned out this way. Like that he gets like for you, you're going to Wadapalooza, but for him, he he could give two shits. Like if you pivoted to underwater basket weaving, he'd pivot too. like on yeah. behalf of all dads out there, he cannot believe that he's getting to do something with you. I mean, it really is the dream for dads to mm-hmm. uh, get to uh, hang with their kids the way he is. It's nuts Yeah. because you're just like an, ex- um, even though we're, it's probably not supposed to be like this uh, for us dads. You're just extensions of us. Yep. You know what I mean? You're just like a finger or something that's doing something fun.
0: Could could see that?
1: Yeah. Sure. Yeah, you see
0: that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh I think it goes vice versa too. I'm blessed I get to do it with him, which is which is awesome because it's like, you know, like I I wouldn't be in this sport without him. I would have never found out about it. I'd probably still be playing baseball or swimming or whatever, I don't know.
1: Um you were you were trying to get on a crew team. Yes. And because that didn't work out, that's why you pivoted to, that's how your path just kind of slid over to CrossFit.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I did, did CrossFit well before that. I went to the games twice as a teen before the crew thing even was an option. Okay. Um, But then I was like, Hey, like you probably have a long time. till you make the games as an individual, like why not just go take these next four years, um, lift some weights, do some crew, whatever. Um, but doing crew, you also like, you can't get really strong. um, you can't like, like just put all your emphasis into getting strong. Cause you have to stay aerobic. You're on the machine all day. You're on the water all day. Like, so like your energy's put elsewhere. So I was like, you know what? Like, you're not gonna, you're not gonna make making the games any faster by doing crew or make this time go by any quicker. So like, why not? Like, like once it, once it ended, I was like, just go all in. If it takes two, three years, whatever. Cause like, like let's just make it happen now.
1: What What did they say? When, when they let you go from the crew team, what did they, did they, do they give you an issue? Like, Hey, you don't have the endurance or you're too big or you're too small. Or did they, did they say anything to you?
0: I was never technically on it. Okay. Cause I never showed up for an official practice because I was like, they basically cut 18 freshmen down into like four or five. And those four or five were all like Olympic, like boat rowers, like insane dudes. Cause I was on this team that's like notorious for, Like breeding the best rowers in college. Um, University of Washington. There's like a book about the rowers there. It's called um Boys in the Boat. If you ever get to read it, you should.
1: I heard Uh, heard they
2: showed you this picture and they said this guy has a better 2K row than you. Uh no
1: thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I've heard about the the man in the boat, but I've never heard about the boys in the boat. So you
0: gotta read the boys in the boat. That book is it's about how um they sent like the team to um um what was it? The Berlin Olympics. So so when Hitler was in rule there.
1: Hitler oh yeah, I remember was, that. I remember that.
0: Mhm. Hitler disadvantaged the America's rowboat and lane. They put him in the outside lane which was the worst lane because you get hit by the waves and the wind affected you most and whatever and they still won. And um and then Hitler got mad.
1: <laughs> don't 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 get Hitler pissed. Mm-hmm. Don't get Hitler pissed. And then uh last year you were on the uh, demo team, yes. Brian can talk if you have a mouthful. He can tell us about your. Demo no, I can. Team. I can no. talk oh, Okay. More okay, about okay. It. okay. Okay. I won't. Yes,
0: uh, demo. How, how, was, that, how was that? The demo
1: team. How was that experience?
0: Oh man, it was great. It was great. A lot of learning. Um, definitely like experienced like what the games is like from an, the other side, and it can definitely help you be a better competitor overall. Like going into the games to so the next years, just understanding like. What goes into it, and the amount of time that goes into making each test super specific, and um, I think we got on a call um, while I was there demoing, and you, know, you were asking me all these questions I couldn't answer yet. So, uh, but it was it was a lot of fun. Like I I had a great time, and all those people. I, what are you
2: What does the demo team usually do while the elite individuals are competing? Are you guys in little- the,
0: the briefings? Just briefings all day. That's mainly what it was. It was.
2: No, I mean like when they're actually on the floor doing the events. Are you guys in the arena watching or out there at North Park watching or do you guys have other stuff to do?
0: Half the time we'd be in briefings uh, or doing little tests um, that are like fixing the next workouts or we would sometimes get to watch, which was really cool.
2: When you were watching, would you guys talk amongst each other and say, see, I'm pretty sure you could have taken this one.
0: There was a a (laughs) few of those moments for sure where I was like, oh, like we'd be doing well right now, but different conditions, you know, like some of the workouts we didn't even do the same versions of cause they changed it so much. So it wasn't even comparable.
1: And I also recall, um, although it was, uh, it was Dave, but I'm guessing maybe Adrian did the same thing. There's a lot of time. Even if you do have down downtime, you're on red alert, meaning yes. you're sitting, you're, you're sitting in a room that has all the equipment and you're waiting for Adrian to show up at any minute to give you something that you guys don't expect to test out.
0: It could. Yeah, definitely. It was just be ready for anything. That was kind of the motto, like be ready for anything. Just be, be a good sport, good spirit. Like I, I got really sick after day one because of how hard I went. Like I, I think I did what that day of training or like testing was the hardest day, uh, Probably of training I've ever had in my life, just wow. volume wise, and my body was not ready for it. I didn't have enough sleep. I didn't have good food, and oh man, I got so sick.
2: That's actually an interesting thought. You know, we often talk about how critical everything outside of the competition is if you want to do great at the games. You know, yeah. in terms of having meal prep, sleep, recovery, and for the, de- I haven't really thought about it for for the demo team. Like that could hold true as well.
0: Yes. Yeah. Like. Uh, they they said their whole goal was to keep us healthy so we could give the best results and give them an accurate read. And then I was like, "Dude, we're crashed oh. after day one." Like, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, and you guys have sometimes have to do the team events as well.
0: Yeah, there, so was, you're a, like there was a testing
2: potentially for multiple different competitions. Mm-hmm. There
0: was a, a synchro Totobar bar. Yeah. Me and Fee were doing uh, for oh, one man. of the team things, and uh, one of the head judges, Todd, came over and was like looking at my reps, and I. I had to poop really bad and I kept farting every total bar rep and I felt terrible, but it was, it was, that was a moment.
1: Did he say anything to you? Like you stink?
0: No, no. Everyone was just quiet. I was just laughing while doing these synchro total bar. Like, (laughs) you're a foot,
2: you're a foot taller than her. Yeah. That's, that's challenging.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, she's
1: on your, she's on your, uh, a brute team too, right? She's not, you train with her.
0: Oh yeah. We're doing a, me and her are doing a workout together later today. it will be a good time.
1: Awesome. Um, and, and when, is that when you, when you said you got sick at or when you got fatigued at the games, I think we started on the seven podcast, started spreading rumors that you had COVID or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was true. Oh, that was true too. I just tried to keep it low key. Cause I didn't want people freaking out.
1: Yeah. And then who did they, they brought in someone and we started spreading the rumor that they brought that person in because they could do a, a L sit to press. Who was <laughs> that? Was that like street. James Newberry or who was that?
0: A uh, uh, street. Street. That's right. Street.
1: And then, and then both of you just ended up on the team.
0: Yeah, it was, it was a good time. He's everyone there was just awesome. Like just great people. So much fun.
1: Um, when, uh, do you talk to your coach about doing a demo team or by that uh, and how it would affect your training or by that point, the season's over. It's like, yeah, do what you want.
0: It was over. It was like, you know, like I just did like the LCQ. I did the Can the West games and um i really was like man i'm taking a big rest after the games anyway like why not just go in with a bang and that was the opportunity to do it so um he was all on board
1: awesome uh is this your girlfriend taylor crescenzo no No. uh i just saw blonde hair i know your girlfriend has blonde hair happy friday love you guys his
2: girlfriend would have said love you james
0: uh and she doesn't have blonde hair anymore she's actually a brunette now oh wow yeah she made the change
2: wow
1: Let's see where, oh, there we go. Are you sure that's not Taylor?
0: That is not Taylor. Crescenzo?
1: Taylor. Uh, James Sprague with his girlfriend, my better half. Oh, you hadn't seen her in months since she showed up at the um, Zelos Games.
0: Yes, yes, that's right. You guys were on a live stream, and you came up in front of her parents and said, uh, "How'd you sleep last night, James?" In front. Oh of yes. <laughs> she did not like it.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, and you've only met her parents like three or three or four times, right?
0: We've we've had a good amount of time now, um, especially mom. She, they're both awesome.
1: Yeah, and, and have they, have her parents met your parents?
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, briefly, very, very briefly.
1: Oh well, that's cool. Okay, let's get it's getting serious.
0: <laughs> For real.
1: Is she going to move down to Florida?
0: Um, she still has got lots of time in pharmacy school. So um, it's looking like she's got like a year and a half to two years left of like rotations. And then we're going to see what happens from there.
1: What state is that?
0: Uh, she's in Washington, in Spokane, Washington. Oh, she got I-
1: the only good city left in Washington. Good honor.
0: You like Spokane?
1: I mean, it's better than Seattle.
0: It is better. A lot better than Seattle
1: yeah I mean, not,
2: those are the only two cities Savon knows There. So. that's true that's true yeah. also
0: spokane is great um the park season is definitely great there's parts of the city that are like like you're like oh kind of like seattle but um it's better overall i would say
1: it, it's got a podunk country feel to it still like pickup trucks and like you, you feel it feels like countries to me
0: when, when was there. the last time you were there
1: Oh, uh, ten f- 10 years ago
0: oh okay yeah much different
2: Oh, all oh, right. Yeah. I think so, everywhere is much.
0: Different. Yeah, everywhere is different now. Coeur d'Alene. So next time you come to uh, Spokane, just drive 40 minutes over to Coeur d'Alene. And that's where I'm usually hanging out. My dad's there. Uh, Which is in
2: Idaho. Is that right?
0: hmm.
1: Yeah. Does your dad have a place there? He does. Oh, shit. Life is good for your dad.
0: Dude, he's killing it. It's awesome.
1: Wow. Oh, you ever see Katrin down there? I think she she her and her, and her, and her boyfriend are posted up somewhere on the lake.
0: So she comes to the same gym I go to sometimes, but we've never ran into each other because um, I'll usually go train with Cole at one of his gyms over in Spokane when I'm there. Um, And Cole doesn't come to Coeur d'Alene very often, but um I know that Katrin's there pretty full time now. He said she travels a lot, Um, but I'd love to run into her sometime there. It'd be cool.
1: What about James Fitzgerald? Have you run into him? No. Do you know? Do you know who that is? No. Uh, OPT. That's the 2007 CrossFit Games champ. He lives up there also. Half oh, the I didn't year. know that. Yep, 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 Oh,
0: cool. Good to know.
1: And, and Greg Glassman?
0: Greg Glassman lives there. I've never ran into him, but he's what been at Clegg? the same gym I train at, too. Oh, Clegg, did you... Glassman?
1: Yeah, Greg Glassman. Uh, does his wife, I know his wife goes to a CrossFit gym there. Does, have you, is that the gym?
0: If it's CrossFit quarter lane, then that's the one, but I'm not I'm not sure I've ever... I don't know a lot of the people that go to the box there. I've met, met a few of them, but everyone's really Kim nice
1: Kim Kardashian you seen her
0: she has a place there right
1: yep Justin yeah. Bieber
0: oh what uh you hear Hegedon uh the guy who owns the entire place he just like passed away he like owns the huge tower there the hegedon tower um whatever Look, we're just
1: all just name dropping now you just want yeah. me I don't even know who that is
0: the the guy who owns the Dallas Cowboys he lives there
1: a uh, John Elway
0: yeah <laughs> yeah that guy
1: no, but I do know it's I do know John Elway has a place there too cuz Greg told me he ran into him.
0: We saw I, him I, while we were boating and we waved to him and he waved back to us. To Elway? Yeah. Uh,
1: well, do you do you recall what kind of boat he was in?
0: No, we were in a boat and we went by his house, his big mansion looking thing and my dad's like, "John." And he goes,
2: "Wow." Yeah. Hey, you got to go by John there with Elway the f- just had massive hands. <laughs> Wait, definitely. We? Definitely couldn't miss his hand when he waved at you.
0: Oh, my God. yeah, my dad. And he's got a really loud clap that's just distinct. You can hear it anywhere.
2: Dude, John Elway must be up there. <laughs> hey,
1: you should go by there with a the football and throw one at him. That'd be sick. It would, help, sick. Your, it would help your YouTube channel. Yeah. Oh, look at this. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Do you know who this is?
0: Yes, this, <laughs> this is Justin's mom. This is the Hi, champ Shauna. sister.
1: This is the champ sister.
0: Sister. I will- Oh, sister.
1: No, I'm just joking. It's his mom. No, what? If, if you, if it's his mom. If you ever feel like taking a drive, go see Justin in Boise. Just oh, invite him. Like and, and Justin's like, Mom, don't do that. I don't like that, dude.
0: Oh, <laughs> my gosh. I would How, that. You,
1: Are you friends with Justin, the champ? I, Justin I totally Madaris? consider
0: him a friend. Uh, I mean, yeah. we haven't talked much. I don't have his phone number yet. I'm not cool enough. But, uh, but I'd love to chat more with him. I love his vibes and energy.
1: Yeah, he's a good dude and he's training with his girlfriend now. What do you think of that?
0: That's awesome. Pursuing yeah? the dream together is very cool.
1: All right, if you say if you say so. Um you you just moved from you, I mean you're in Naples but you moved to another place in Naples a few yes. months ago. Is that correct? Correct. And who was your housemate?
0: Uh it was his name was is still Ethan. Uh Ethan Ethan Tate and now it's Nate Ackerman which he'll be competing uh here at Waza next weekend
1: and watch brian's face brian might fall out of his chair here and nate ackerman is a two times team
2: champion is that correct
0: uh one time right oh shit is he two days one i thought i
2: think one i think only in his last
0: year yeah
2: uh nate ackerman is actually um uh from very close to where i live like less than 30 minutes from where i live
0: dude everyone's from there like like we have no one stays here because
2: they're not as dumb as me
0: yeah. Um everyone every cause Fee's from there, Nate's from there. I think this girl who's moving down here, uh, she said this on the last podcast. This is really funny. My future son in law. Um Is he uh, with
1: is he with Kat's daughter?
0: I don't know. I don't oh. know the story behind that. She might have to oh. tell us more. She's um,
2: she either is or she's trying to manifest it. Right.
0: Cute. Um, but yeah, everyone's from Ohio. We have this girl moving here. I think she's from Ohio. Her name's Jessica. Uhrozick. Um, yeah. Who else? The Harper. one. Some
2: of girl
1: creators. named Jessica.
0: She's awesome. She's she's going to do well here.
2: That's what James and I talked about. He would say some girl named Jessica so that no one his girlfriend doesn't think that he knows who she is. And I would say it's Androzic and I'm supposed to know who she is.
1: Oh, nice. Well, we done. Planned
2: it.
0: we did that, Brian.
1: <laughs> well, well played. Sorry, I screwed that up. Uh, she is wishing Clydesdale Media. Um, Dallin Pepper vouching for, uh, Nate Ackerman. Nate's a good dude. There's I'll a tell you between- this about Nate Ackerman, please, by the way,
2: because last year he was only 18 years old. It was his first year out of the teenage division. And when I was working at the morning chalk up, we would do these, these young guns picks to watch. I think that way back in one of the early iterations, Tommy actually chose down pepper as one of his picks. I think we actually picked James last year as one of our guys to watch. And I reached out to Nate and I asked him, I said, I'm considering picking you for this. And at 18 years old, I was impressed with his response. He said, I think, like, realistically, I'm two to three years away from even having a chance. Which mm-hmm. was kind of like, I think that that's a pretty mature perspective for someone mm-hmm. at 18. I think that, you know, it's you, James, you can maybe speak to this. Like, you know, coming out of the teenage division, if you've won it or done well, you can feel like you're king of the world. You feel really good, very fit, really? young. But it's a long way. It's a long road to get to that same level in the elite division.
0: Dude, he was literally just sitting in the kitchen yesterday and he's like, I don't like signing up for a competition knowing I'm going to lose. And I was like, I was like, yeah, man, get used to it.
2: James- yeah, but you got, he, I love it that he's, that he did the qualifier and he'll be out oh, no. there. I mean, this is a good, this is a good opportunity for him. And for men in general, they have to just understand that it's like a two to four year delay relative to women of a similar caliber. But this, He is in that kind of, uh, gray area right now, but he's got to go out there and see. I mean, he'll do well on some events. He'll learn from Boy. some events, and he'll go back and have a lot of stuff to to build upon having done this. Yes,
0: I'm very excited to watch him and Emma most just just them two. Like Nate, this is his first time being on the big floor, and Emma, it's her comeback. Like like everyone, everyone here gets to compete, which is awesome in some way, shape, or form. Um, but oh it's like, shit,
1: this is Emma's comeback.
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool.
1: Wow, mm-hmm. is she going individual or team? Uh, she's going indie. Wow. 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 I, we should reach out to her and try to get her on. Wow. That's fucking Deserve. awesome. Mm-hmm. James on this subject. Um, if you were talking to the 15, 16 year old version of yourself, mm-hmm. do, do, do you have words for him? What, what do you say to the uh, 15, 16 year old um, guys who are hyper competitive that maybe you wish someone would have said to you
0: enjoy the moment um always caught up in what's next and um what's what's coming up and and how you can do better in the next thing like hey like just enjoy what what you're doing now like like take one day at a time because i think as a as a young kid you look forward to all the things you can do when you're older and crossfit and all the opportunities that come with that um and and also not rushing your development because i tried to rush my development and do too much too fast and then i blew up and that's like why i started coaching is I want to help younger kids like do it the right way so that's like my favorite group to work with is like young teenage boys who like are exactly like me where they're super ambitious and I can help them kind of harness that in the right way
1: what do you mean blew up basically avoid injury at all costs you have all the time
0: yes like there's a right way and a wrong way to train at that age and it's definitely different than how I train now
2: what do you think about this I thought you might go this direction learn to move well then learn to move fast
0: yeah, 100%. That's CrossFit summed up.
1: <laughs> um, but but the thing is, and, and tell me if I'm mischaracterizing this, you're young, you want to go hard, you have the energy, you're willing to push through fucked up positions. Is it enough just to, I mean, it's like it's like just don't do drugs. And it's like, what? You know what I mean? Is that enough? Can, is there, How how, how, can, how can we emphasize that more? That, hey, don't lose your work ethic. Like, is there some sort of movements or something that hey, if you have extra energy, you should put them here. If you uh, want to yeah. do the extra training, do it over here. Do not, do not every day be out there trying to set a deadlift PR.
0: Totally, yeah, I, I think that body work you can always do more of that. Um, like stretching, rolling out, uh, you know, all the good stuff. Sleep,
1: Boring.
0: More. If people, if if you get <laughs> a teenager to see sleep as helping their career they they're winning like Dallin was great at that he was great about at a young age getting good sleep and i was like oh frick that i'm going to bed at 3am i love i love the late nights um and that's why maybe why i'm not as strong as i could be today who knows but um the extra stuff teens can be doing is um like body work and and sleeping more and putting more into their diet most teens have the problem of just not getting strong quick enough cuz their bodies aren't ready to do that so eat more support support growth like simple stuff there's not a really complex answers there uh
1: diet sleep uh, body work yeah and if there is there is there any movement you can't do too much of what about just um what about just run
0: uh you can you can definitely run too much
1: you can yes, okay
0: definitely my brother's a runner he when they add mileage i think they add Maybe a mile to two miles a week when they're trying to really peak. Like, say they are on a 40 mile week, the next week they'll do 41 to 42, the next week they'll do 43 to 44. Like, it's not like they take crazy jumps. Um, and they're professionals, like, he's a college runner, it's all he does. Uh,
1: so, so you had, so you had, so you're getting a new uh housemate. Why why did you switch housemates?
0: Um, why I switch housemates? My other one wanted to move home.
1: Oh, okay. And, and so, but you will be going back. Um, well, I guess going back, uh, Florida is home for you. That's where you're going to start training. That's where you're going to be doing uh, at Brute, the open quarterfinals, semifinals, yes. preparing for the games, the whole oh, show. Yeah, I, uh,
0: yeah, I've been, I've been here the last, almost a year now I moved last year during Wadapalooza. I moved over here, um, right after it was done. And now it's all weird. Cause I'm like going through it again, but I live here this time.
2: I've been trying to ask athletes this; they almost always just kind of shrug it off. But when you, when the new system or the new structure for the season was outlined, and you saw, okay, there's going to be an east and a west, did you sit down and say, like, well, these are the guys I know are on the east, and these are the ones I know are on the west? I mean, you have a home in the west coast if you want it, so you could kind of make that pick.
0: Yes, uh, I think that whether the field's stronger in the east or west, how the system <laughs> is sounding um, that the spots are going to be allotted based on that. So like, I'm not worried about it. I'm, I'm going to show up. I don't care who's competing there. Like I'm going to show up better than I've ever been and be ready for that.
2: Yeah. I think, I think that is kind of the, uh, the, the, the way that the athletes have to think about it is, well, where's, I can't worry about the field. Where's the place that I can excel the best. And if you think that's in Naples with Matt every day, then Mm -hmm. that's an easy choice, regardless of what the distribution of athletes looks like. Correct. Correct.
1: Do you train with Dallin at all? Every time I hear Dallin's name, it it only comes out of Danielle Brandon's mouth. Like she's like got the monopoly on him as a training partner.
0: They definitely got to do a lot together during the the game season because they were the only two ones going to the games out of all of us. Um, but no, it's me, Dallin, Fee, and Danielle every day. We usually start around eleven ish. Um, we'll go from like eleven to 2, 30 to three, whatever. Um, so yeah, I'm in there every day with him.
1: He's my boy. <laughs> And how new is Fee to the group? Is she, she the most got, recent she, addition?
0: Yeah, she got here about two months ago.
1: And when you watch someone like Fee, uh, it, it looks like from Danielle's Instagram that her and Fee are hitting it off. But when someone like Fee comes in, do you and Dallin stand back and it's like dropping like a, a Pepto-Bismol and a Coke? Like you're like, OK, let's see how this works out.
0: No, no, no. We oh. love Fee. She's awesome. I think that...
1: And I just mean, well, I know you might love her, but she got to deal with fucking the 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 person that is uh, Danielle Brandon,
0: dude. I I think that everyone puts Danielle on this pedestal, which yes, she's done amazing things, but she's just she's just a person at the end of the day, which is like she's just an awesome person. So it's like, you know what? we I I think that all of us see each other as equals, and like we don't we don't try and like have this hierarchy like ever, which is awesome. Um, and I think that it's just like, we all bring something to the table and like, we all have laughs and, um, there's times to focus, there's times to laugh. And, um, but I'm happy that they have each other. Cause I think having like, uh, someone in your age dynamic, that's the same gender and, and to train with, is just a lot of fun. Like I love training with dudes that are between 18 and 22. And I'm, I'm sure Danielle and Fee say the same thing. They love training with like each other just cause the age and they've been through similar stuff, you know, like.
1: Well, it's good for Danielle too. I think she needs a, I think it's good for her to have a girlfriend. Totally. Yeah. But I, but, but you know, I, I didn't mean to say that she was on a pedestal, but that she's a bit of a cactus. You know what I mean? Like you hug her and you could get, like get a a thorn in you or something. She's a little, she could be a little bit of a porcupine.
0: Dude. I I haven't seen that much. Like she's, she's always been really, like she's always been really nice in our sessions. Like, obviously like we all have our moments where we're like mad at a workout or whatever, but dude, I, I've never seen her as a cactus, bro. Oh, or
1: like okay. a palm tree. Just a palm? Palm tree. wow. Somewhere you can just kick up your feet and just get some shade.
0: She might, yeah, she might drop a coconut on your head every once in a while, but
1: all right. And those are the things <laughs> that we always focus on. The, that that incidental coconut that could fall um during a storm. Um, what you posted the six oh six row. Mm-hmm. Absolutely insane. And Thank then you. is it after that that Jason Hopper was trying to steal your thunder? It, did he see that and then is that what happened?
0: Yes. Yes, that's exactly what happened. And um, I can't wait till we do it on game day so we can go head-to-head because um, it'll be fun to to do next to him when we push each other. I think we could both go sub-six if we did next to each other.
2: Would you want Roman to be there?
0: Um, He'd make us look silly probably.
2: <laughs> really?
0: Dude, dude, Guy is a great rower. He's huge. But, but you're but a great rower. I am too. I, I, I think that it would be very close. I think that depending – on the time and the place um and the season like it could it could be a great race um you
2: the know the thing is at of, that, at that t- at those times like 2 seconds is a massive it, like is. it doesn't look like much on paper but the difference between a 602 and a 6 minute is huge
0: it is huge it's uh it's a lot more energy and a lot more commitment from the start um rowing rowing that is committing from the start to be in pain like most people are not willing from the beginning to like go into that pain cave till they're in like 1200 to 1500. But at this at, at this, at these paces, it's like you're committing to full send the whole time and not giving a crap what happens to your body.
1: You said you hadn't done that in three years. No. And, and then you had three days uh, warning. Yes. It, it, it really does for those of us who've ever even been on a row or can't imagine having a three day notice for that. I mean, that mm-hmm. must, Oh, so you, Oh, so Hopper tied you.
0: No, no, no. He got three seconds better. He was a 6.08 three years ago, um, and I was a 6.14 three years ago. So he's always been ahead of me.
1: But but didn't you row a 6.06 also?
0: I did. I rowed a 6.06. So oh,
1: and he got a 6.03.9. Yes. Wow. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So he was a 2.2. It's a
2: good shot, though, for what James is talking about. You know, look yeah. at the first split 129.6. That was his fastest split. This is Jason's time, but he was going for it early. It's impressive. This is a really impressive, actually, little arc here. Yeah. You, know, you think it about is. a relay, even though it's only one person, oh, generally wait. speaking, on the relay, you want your fastest guys first and last. And Jason mm-hmm. was able to have his fastest splits first and last here.
0: Yep. That's mine were fat mine was fastest, second fastest, third fastest, and then my last one was the slowest. Like and I was full sending like I, I did it wrong, but I, I wanted to get sub six and I didn't. But I I tried my dang best.
1: Um, why does he post 606 there then if you got 6039?
0: He said, my good friend Sprager posted a 606. I can't oh. let that slide. So then he wants you to go look at the next thing. Uh,
2: ah, yeah. you uh, should have said my uh, good
1: dude, my good dude. And did you see? I don't know if you heard Jr. J.R. Howell talk about it, but he wasn't supposed to do the row that day, the the um two thousand meter. Oh, he was supposed really? to do something else. Yeah. And he broke out of his training. And so when he went to celebrate, he he, he JR walked in the gym, and I guess uh, Mr. Hopper said to him, Look at my six oh six or six oh three. And JR just said, You weren't supposed to do that. Oh man. Yeah.
0: that's uh Matt will do the same thing. If we go off program, it's like, hey, like at the end of the day, you did something good, but you didn't listen to me. So it's like, come on, man. Um,
1: yeah. Hor- hor- horrible. Uh, three days. Right. Building up to that. And then and then and then uh, that morning,
0: what what time do you
1: start that row at?
0: Eleven. ish. I just like didn't sleep the two nights before. So I had to get it done. I was just not feeling not feeling excited.
2: Didn't sleep for two nights before. Ten no. minutes ago, he's telling us sleep is the key.
0: It is, yeah it is so that, that's another thing don't don't stress yourself out no matter how bad the next train day is going to be like just like take it one day at a time and i'm not i'm still working on that i'm still young at heart sometimes
1: do you um notice um adept first of all were you sore from that
0: uh no it's it lactate builds up you hurt for like 30 minutes and then you're good
1: you Do and where are you hurting like
0: uh, every single place every single muscle you have in your body if you do it right
1: Wow. And then, um, do you notice adaptation right away? Like within a couple of days, are you like, wow, I, I fucking feel something from that workout.
0: You I feel, feel cool. like you don't want to get a rower on a rower for, for months. That's all you feel.
1: Wow. It scars you uh, emotionally, mentally.
0: Yeah. It's just not fun. It's, it's like, you, it's fun in a sense that you're breaking your best and you're, you're giving your all and you're like doing something you didn't think was possible. But when you're in that moment, like there's, it's not fun. Like, like, like it's fun after knowing like I'm done and it's it's a sort of big relief, but like, I I wouldn't argue that like, like most CrossFit workouts that really hurt, like people are just like really enjoying it in the moment.
1: Um, do you prep, do you prep with, uh, I don't know, some hypnosis or a certain song or like you slap yourself in the face or is Mm -hmm. is there any, any
2: like protocol? I hope it's hypnosis
0: yeah dude uh not hypnosis but i usually write something like that'll make me mad on like a whiteboard and put it in front of me or uh like like will morad's name because he beat me this year at semis like i'll I'll just i'll just like do stuff like that like I, I love will i think he's awesome dude but i'll like do stuff like that to just get me hyped like like stuff like that helps me definitely like motivate me a little more
1: you're you're um you're going to Wadapalooza, You're on a team. Your
2: team is uh. Well, what 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 was the process of deciding uh, to to make it to do a team competition at Wadapalooza? Obviously, your your ultimate goal is to make the CrossFit Games. How do you yeah. see competing on a team at Wadapalooza contributing to that?
0: Um, I see it contributing in a sense of having fun and 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 enjoying a competition and not stressing about it. That was that's kind of the Zalos games too. Like go enjoy it. Like have a good time. Cause the rest of the competitions, the season are on lock. Like you're going there for business. Um, so, so, you know, like last year was a lot of like, go there for business competition. So this year I was like, Hey, like, let's do a couple that are just like, enjoy yourself. Like um, and the team thing is like, it's a good opportunity for earnings too. Like they're, they're doing a good payout. Like it's like, like athletes trying to make a living. Like they could, if you go win team, it's a great payout. Um, so, so Yeah. We actually had a little bit of a roster change. Um, Cole, Cole is not able to make it. Um, so we have another guy filling in, but I'm not able to say who it is.
2: I think well, it's, I on, heard it's who... on competition corner already. It is? Yeah, they've updated the roster.
0: Oh, for real? <laughs> well, oh, we can see it. His name, his name up, rhymes
2: so yeah. with. Yeah. <laughs> do they really do that already? Scallion. Yeah. I checked it this morning.
0: No way. That's crazy. That was quick. Well, heck yeah. Scallion.
1: Uh, was it hard getting uh Dallin to jump on board?
0: Bro, I couldn't I couldn't do it. It was all Jason. I had no way of convincing Dallin. I, so I, I don't think I had any influence on Dallin. I think it was all Jason.
1: What what if you couldn't find someone? What would you guys have done?
0: Uh we had a couple dudes that we were Phil
1: Toon? Was Phil Toon an option?
0: We would get like like we we
1: that would have been awesome, dude. That would have been awesome.
0: That would have been sick. Pull up in the Jordans. That would yep. have been real cool wow it is updated let's go good dudes well there you go there you have it
2: come on i wouldn't i wouldn't mislead you james
0: dude that's crazy i i'm i'm hyped to see that
2: hey that means hopper just
1: hacked in there uh, Dallin hasn't said yes yet and hopper just put his name in there <laughs> called dylan
0: and uh oh that's awesome yeah so it'll be cool i think that we're all really good friends and like we have we we have so many laughs like individually together and like as a group we haven't hung out much in a group the three of us but i am i am so stoked for what's to come from this
2: is down the shortest one of the three yes yeah make sure he remembers that that's crazy
1: (laughs) hey that is that is that is special it's like um it is special because you guys are actually gonna have fun because it's gonna be just hanging with the boys right i mean Mm -hmm. it's it's kind of perfect mm-hmm Although, although, if uh, Cole would have been there, you guys would have got to glean a lot of experience from a, uh, a, a pretty gnarly vet.
0: One hundred percent. Yeah, dude, he he's amazing. He's got a lot more years ahead of him too.
1: Uh, Edward, Ed, Edward Mao asked oh, James Ed. how many Instagram accounts he has. How many Instagram accounts do you have?
0: Too many. I think like six or seven.
1: Oh, how come? Just for your different, like for your business and for your personal and.
0: Oh, dude. No more than seven. I I made uh Spreggers with like one, like three, four, five, six, seven R's. So I have like a Spregger with more R's, and like I say, the more R's you get, the more edgy Spregger gets. Um, so like I have like a Spregger with six R's. I have like five friends fall Oh, and me. that
1: accounts really edgy. The one with six R's is really edgy.
2: Oh,
0: it's it's pretty edgy.
2: He shows his the picture of his pinky toe after he subs it on a table in this apartment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you want to see that? You have to go to six R account.
0: And then I have a, and then I got like a TikTok that I had to make private because I realized that like CrossFit influencers are starting to use TikTok, and I I use it for anything but influencing.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have to follow that. What's that one called? I love. I didn't even know you could do private on TikTok. Actually, yeah. I don't even do TikTok.
0: Yeah, I just use it for like I just be silly on it and do stupid stuff that like I'm just like why not? Um, like like not anything dangerous or whatever, but I'm just like like I'm just like let's make a stupid video of you doing this stupid dance or whatever. Um. It's, it's, I think it's the same as my Instagram.
2: James, if, the, it's uh, if a team triathlon rolled out of the hopper at Wadapalooza, one person runs, one person swims, one person rows, you, Jason and Dallin, who's doing what?
0: I run, uh, Jason Rose, Dallin swims.
2: Think they'd all say the same? Yeah. For I sure. always thought there'd be a, a cool, like a cool event.
0: Yeah, that'd be sick. I, uh, would love to see that. I mean, they, they have to use machines somehow. Like, like where when are they gonna come in? but they did it last year for teams too, so I don't think they could do it
2: this year right, but wasn't everyone doing a, a little bit of everything in that? Yeah, yeah, yeah it wasn't just split up one one, one. i I did a team triathlon in, when I was in high school, it was uh biking instead of rowing, but oh, but dude, that's
0: awesome. uh yeah, i I would love to do that. I think uh, I've done a team try with um my brother and my dad before. I did the swim and that uh dude, it was it was really hard. Because it was a really long open water swim, and I did not have a wetsuit, and I was it was gross. Can you guys win? It's
2: cool because then you you know you get to see everyone kind (laughs) of excel at at their best thing. Yes, need someone that's good at everything.
0: Totally.
1: Can you guys win, Wadapalooza?
0: I do think we have a good opportunity to do very well. I would love to win.
1: And and will will anyone um, give you guys the talk? Like the three, will one of you be like, "Hey, I know we're all friends here, but let's not fuck around and win"? Or is it just unspoken that everyone knows that?
0: Yeah, I think it's unspoken. Like where like I think the, the main thing is gonna be making sure like Dallin feels good after the indie comp because me and Jason both aren't doing indie. So we're just gonna maybe rubbing his thighs, give him a little massage Friday night. Yeah. Boosting his ego. Like you did so good, man. Carried in these next two days.
2: Right.
1: Um, before you go, would you like to um have you ever met Sam Dancer?
0: Dude, uh I've met him, yes, in person. I've met him, but I haven't talked with him much. We, uh, he works with my manager too, Benji.
1: Oh, he does. Yeah, he's a Benji guy. Uh, would you so. like to? Would you like to say hi to him, or do you want to run away? Bro. Okay, okay. Let's see. Let's see. I don't want I don't want him to intimidate you, and take any of the. <laughs> there he is.
0: I'm intimidated. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> What's up, big boy? Hey, James. How you doing, buddy? Dude, I'm awesome. I just got to spend the morning with these studs, so I couldn't be better, man. How
3: are you? I'm really well. I'm excited to see you at Waterpaloosa, dude. It's been really fun. Um, I've I've known of you probably longer than you've even known of me, just like kind of through your dad and through Invictus no. and stuff. And it's been just such a treat to to watch you grow into such a competitive young athlete, and you're you're becoming a, a young man. And it's been really cool to watch that that progression. And I'm just really looking forward to watching you in the future. People that aren't just so saying that, you.
1: James, by the way. People aren't just saying that. People, It is really fun watching you grow. Really it is cool. like Thank really you. cool. Thank yeah. you. I, I, I feel it.
0: I feel <laughs> it. And Sam, that means a lot to me. Like, a, like just hearing that from someone I've looked up to for a long time, just like oh, seeing your success and, and how you've composed yourself and how you just like love what you do and, and don't ever take it too seriously and let it affect other parts of your life. So thanks for saying that, brother.
3: Yeah, it's incredible what we get to do, man. Like we get to it exercise is. for a living and ah. with, with or without that being a profession and a paid opportunity. It's something mm-hmm. that you and I would both do for the rest of our lives, totally. whether or not we we can make a, a career out of it. So totally. it's, just, it's such an honor that we get to to do this stuff. So so um, true. Yeah, man. Stay healthy. Uh, hope you're well. And Thank you. uh, we'll see you down in Miami. And dude, yes. uh, look forward to giving you guys a good push.
0: Oh, bro. You guys, I'm scared to see. I'm guessing you're front squatting. Yeah.
3: I'm front
2: squatting. Oh,
0: yeah. I, I'm not <laughs> excited to see what you put you're not front there.
2: squatting, James. Hmm.
0: <laughs> no, dude. Oh, my gosh. We were just, they were just texting. The boys were just texting, like, hey, what are we going to do now? Like, this messes it up. We're <not> all <laughs> arguing over who has to front squat. <laughs> so funny yeah sam i'll see you out there bro i can't wait to see you in person let's definitely catch up more there
3: of course of course yeah that
0: sounds great now savant's kicking
2: me off so um, i am
1: james you the man we're upgrading so much we're upgrading
2: our flow situation
1: you always bring the energy and i love seeing you uh tell your father that uh he is a role model to all fathers out there and uh thank you guys for being who you are
0: hey you got it and i will definitely tell him that and uh will i see you in miami uh savant
1: just on maybe someone's iphone um hold uh, so we can talk that's it
0: cool that sounds great well boys have a great talk and um thanks again for having me on thanks brother yeah see you soon
1: see you both mr dancer
0: what's up boys
1: good to see you dude
3: what a pleasure
1: you look like you're in some official office
3: i have an office i don't frequent it that often but um we got some kids over this morning so the house was a little loud so
1: it looks uh, like a little bit of like a, a war room is there a printer in there
3: I I don't know that we have a pr- yeah we have a printer here it's in another yeah. office
1: oh okay uh, uh you're going to Wadapalooza. what are you doing at Wadapalooza? what are you doing at Wadapalooza?
3: just team um, just team yeah so and it's it's gonna be um a interesting experience you know I'm just coming off of that bicep surgery and um nineteen never, weeks ago yeah never had a surgery before so it's it's been you know uh, kind of uncharted territory for me um so i'm and i i haven't quite pushed it like it'll get pushed at Wadapalooza. so um can yeah, you I'm, tell
1: us about the surgery can you point where on your arm
3: yeah so i can you might be able to get a little shot of let me move my camera real quick thank you i appreciate it so let me see there you getting that
1: yeah. Yeah.
3: Uh, so
1: they went in right in the crack.
3: Yeah. It was supposed to, you know, in an ideal situation, it was only supposed to be like a one to two inch incision. It ended up being about a four inch incision because they had to go up into my arm to retrieve the bicep. Um, that way. Yeah. So okay. not, not good. It was, it was worst case scenario on all accounts with the, uh, with the injury. Um, Unfortunately, it got misdiagnosed at the games. So it, it went, ideally you should be getting a tendon repaired immediately. Um, And there's about like a four to six week window where you can still have the opportunity to reattach it. And we were pressing up against the sixth week on that and that because was,
1: of atrophy you were uh, can you I'm I'm, I'm I'm making this up in my head but you were told it was a tear and it was actually a complete rip and therefore it recoiled or no
3: i was i was told it was a, a like a mild strain and okay and that uh and that was by a, a couple um a couple prof- and, and let me preface this with i i don't blame any of the medical um, professionals that were assisting me during the CrossFit Games that were under CrossFit's name and or people that I had helping me outside of CrossFit. Um, they did a wonderful job caring for me and doing everything that they could to get me onto the competition floor. And I admire that. As an athlete, Like that's what I want from my like the medical help. I want them to do everything that they can to get me back on the competition floor. Um, but with that being said, um, they, yeah, they, they misdiagnosed it, um, and, and told me that it was essentially going to be up to my pain tolerance, um, and, and how well I could handle that and in regards to competing, but like deep down, I knew something was wrong because I just, my arm wasn't working. Like I can handle a little bit of pain. I've, I've competed under, Um, some pretty significant injuries and in my past, like back in 2015, maybe I competed with a broken ankle, um, 2016 competed at the games with a a fractured fibula. Um, goodness! I'm, I'm I'm no stranger to like competing with, with some pain. Um, but this was just, it was inoperable. I couldn't even pick up my coffee. Um, What,
1: um, what was the movement that caused it? What was what were you doing,
3: dude? I jumped up to hang from a pull-up bar.
1: Oh, wow! So and and, to, and so basically, there's something in your arm here that broke, and then and then it recoiled that way. Yep. And then yep. it started to atrophy because you didn't get it done long enough. So they had to cut even further up to be able to grab it and reattach it.
3: Yeah. So it, it, the retraction wasn't necessarily the the major issue. It was the 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 degradation of the the tendon um uh, with without it being attached to like your body so at the bottom of the bicep um toward the elbow is where that attaches into essentially your forearm and um that ripped off shot up into my arm and uh the tendon um was essentially just like
1: it doesn't to, get fed when it's not attached is that what you
3: mean yeah it's like it It starts atrophying and dying, and um, so it it makes it more difficult to get this, like, dead tissue, essentially, to reattach to the arm. So um, it was, uh, yeah, we were against the clock on it.
1: Sam, uh, I had a bicep tear repaired, and it was stronger at competition six months later. Um, I used the endo button method. Ah, uh, yours was worse. It sounds like mine was cut uh, within ten days. Yeah, I, uh,
3: I've, I've been able. I would, I would say there's definitely some aspects of my, my right arm, my, my injured arm, the, the one that underwent surgery, that are stronger than my left arm at this point, just because it's been such a, an emphasis for me to, um, to get that thing up and running. So it's, it's taken precedent over you know, over training my legs or training my core or, or whatever part. So like my, my arm has been my primary focus over the past four months to get, just to get it up and running and and hopes to be able to, um, participate, not only just participate, but to be competitive as well for this 2023 season.
1: Uh, Facundo, uh, one of the finest people we know from the show hands out a comment. Yeah. Sam Dancer is one of the finest people I have had the chance of meeting since I am involved with CrossFit. Uh, I,
3: I share a similar sentiment for him.
1: Um, but Sam, you love everybody, so what, 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 are, what are we going to do? <laughs> what
3: does that fucking mean?
1: That means that you are a you are a um, you are on the high road. You are Whoa. on the. As we circle the mountain of life, if it's a spire, you are a little ahead of most of us and you are able to uh, you've taken the high road in so many places and you're a great role model for so many uh, men in that regard. So we appreciate you.
3: Well, thank you. I've always said um, we should love everybody, even the people that suck.
1: Right. Good. I like that. <laughs> I, I, I second that. I, I'm, a, I'm a student.
2: That's, okay. That's a shirt right there.
1: Hey, it seems too quick. It seems too quick, isn't it? Like a piece of your body broke off, and then it had to be reattached. Is it is it attached like with screws and shit like that?
3: There is, a, there's a little piece of hardware in there. It's um, nothing that I can really feel. It's it's more or less kind of like a a bridge, or essentially just like a um, a cap that kind of went over the. Um, so they they braid you familiar with, uh, your kids had long hair. Maybe you did some braiding.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh,
3: a fishtail braid. Um, they, I saw they Dave have...
1: Castro's hair at the games. Cornrows, cornrows, <laughs> yeah. cornrows.
3: Similar to that. Uh, yeah. they, they braid in this material with the tendon and they drill a hole into, uh, the bone. Um, and they have this like self anchoring, um, screw that they'll, they'll pull that, that material and, and fasten it to your arm. And then over the top of that, they put like a little like cap, if you will. Um, but I don't feel any screws in my arm or anything like that. I, I The tendon is a little thicker than, than my other healthy arm. Um, but it, it, it essentially feels um, the same. I don't, I don't notice any, any difference. It doesn't, I'm not limited with, any extension or flexion um, there. I have had a little bit of like just stiffness in my right shoulder and my right wrist. Um, but other than that, it's, it's indistinguishable from, from my left arm. Have you I no- just, have
2: you noticed uh, any, you know, you said it's sometimes even feeling stronger. Have you noticed any movement in particular that it feels better or worse than what you were expecting?
3: Grip. <clears throat> grip. I'm significantly stronger in my right hand right now with my grip. Um, I have oh, these, uh, these. And, um, wait,
1: and that's and that's the arm that you had the surgery on.
3: Yep. Wow. Because that's all I did. I couldn't for the longest oh. time. I couldn't do anything with my arm, so I was I was you know quite limited with what was available to me, um, especially at the elbow. Like I could still work out my shoulder and do delt flies and and. Uh, I was able to get into some like tricep extension stuff pretty early. Um, but from the beginning, uh, my hand was really the only thing that, that was operable. Um, so I'd carry around just little grip tools in my pocket all day. And I'd just get in hundreds and hundreds of, of repetitions. And, Do you have them um, with you?
1: Can we see them or can you tell us what yeah, they're called? What are they actually, called? I'll, um, which one are you using?
3: Go out here. I have a, I have a couple of them. um, there's these silicone ring um ones that like rock climbers use and stuff that I really really like. I don't have one of them with me, but let me pull this kit out right here, take it back into the office. And I'd I'd You're highly dude. I'd highly recommend any any other competitive athlete who's um interested in just kind of filling any holes in their in their fitness that getting a little grip set, this brand is, uh, Logos. any
1: athletes, any athletes who are participating, by the way, in Wadapalooza, um, while supplies last, you can get a free CEO shirt at the, uh, at the paper street coffee booth. So head over there. Oh, j- okay. So just, the, okay. Oh, so this, so this way and this way.
3: So yeah, this is for extension and okay. this is for flexion. Um, and then I, like I said, I also have these silicone rings that I, I honestly kind of more preferred because they were easy to keep in my pocket, and uh, like this is would be annoying to to keep on you. Um, but this set goes from like fifty pounds all the way to three hundred pounds, wow. and my right hand um, can do maybe fifty to hundred pounds more than my left.
1: Holy cow, that's crazy! Right. Hey, that's a I see a sponsorship. <laughs> For this one,
3: yeah, I'll have Benji get on it
1: because that that hasn't, you know, that's an underrated. Uh, the extension's underrated.
3: It's it's helped keep my my wrist healthier. Um, I I used to have some wrist issues that would come from like being in, in handstand positions and in front racks, uh, and I no longer like I said I have a little stiffness in there, but I I don't have the the pain and ache. That I used to have in my wrist, and I would attribute it to to these little extension pieces. And I'll i even kind of show you. They just go, they just go over your fingertips, and you just.
1: It's not a very gratifying movement, right? No,
3: it's not. It, it's a really. It's I. It, I call it um, fitness fidgeting. Yeah. Um, so it's like a fidget tool for, for fitness enthusiasts. So it's, um, a really mindless kind of act that you could accumulate like hundreds of repetitions with, without even in knowing it. And it, it really, it takes nothing from you. And like I could do hundreds of these and, and it wouldn't like affect my performance in the, in the gym in terms of fatigue, but it would, it it compounds, (laughs) adds up and and it, it's been uh, a really effective tool in, in helping keep me healthy and and um, making me stronger.
1: What about the um, uh, psychological damage of having to pull out of the game? Is the emotional fucking.
3: That sucked, dude. Yeah. It, it sucks so bad. We, we made so many sacrifices as a family for that season. Um, Last year. F- yeah. Financially, um, like relationally, you know, I, I had to spend some time away from. Uh, Jen and Star and and my family here in in Quincy, Illinois, and um, was all in. You know, did everything that I could to ensure that I would be able to um, win a championship. And it's always just kind of been a dream of mine since I started CrossFit ten years ago to 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 accomplish that. And it doesn't change anything. I still think that kind of victorious winner's mindset is important. And, um, but it definitely, it hurt dude. It it was sad. Um, it, it felt like a supernatural season for me. Like all these doors were opening up, like things were just happening so easily. I was feeling really good. Like I, I didn't even feel a lot of contest from, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I just, I was just, I'm just saying like, I, I was poised to, to win. And I was, I was certain about it. And like, this is the
1: 35 to 40, uh, 35 to 39
3: category. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And how old are you now? I'm still 35. So I'll be, um, 36, um, pretty much when the the games roll around.
1: Will you try again?
3: I, man, I'm still kind of up in the air with what direction I'm going to take. I, there's a part of me like, after that experience last year, there's a part of me that realized, like, I, I think I still have some room in the tank to go compete on the individual side of things. Um, or at the very least, like, when I was watching the individuals, I was like, it was making me hungry and, and excited. And I was like, I, I should be out there. I, like, I can be out there. I can not only be out there, but I can be competitive out there. Um, but yeah, in regards to the emotional side of things, the mental side of things, it it definitely, it hurt, dude. And I was, I was really saddened by it. And I, like, like I was alluding to with just like the, the supernatural kind of aspect of, of the way the season was going. I felt like God literally had his hand in it the whole time, just opening doors for me. So at the end of the year, I kind of felt betrayed and, and like I I felt like I had this like arrangement with God that I was going to be a champion. And then when it didn't happen, I was like, bro, what, like I thought we had, I thought we had plans. (laughs) And and then on the, on like the, like performance into things, it's just like, I've never had a surgery before. So I'm like, am I even going to be the same? Like, am I even going to be able to come back and, and, be even you know half as competitive and still be able to i like i love crossfit i love competing i want to do this for the rest of my life and um i i just i didn't know if there was if i was going to be able to do that anymore and um and there's still a little there's a little bit of that that still kind of creeps in but um i like i said i have that kind of um, like a winner's mindset and I'm like, I'm going to try, I'm going to keep trying and I'm going to keep like working hard, to um, to make it happen. So
2: was this, we, um, was this to compete in at Wadapalooza next week with, uh, Jorge and Josh, was that your idea? And did you reach out to him and say, Hey man, I think I want to give us a go or what did we
3: had, happen? we had made plans for this last year. Um, so wow. it was, uh, it was, it's been arranged for a while um and just they're that's before your tear yeah so and they're they're my training partners and so we're all really comfortable um competing with one another um you know a a good part of our initial part of the season we are trading together every single day and then once they got closer to like the games and they were more team oriented um, every once in a while, I'd kind of fill in for for one of them and, and help out. But we all um, we all really enjoy each other's company and we all like just yeah love competing together.
1: That's a great name. Joshua Alchama.
3: Alchama. Al-Sh- Alchama. Alchama.
1: God, that sounds like some uh, FBI. Uh,
3: <laughs> it's a good one.
1: Uh, what is that called when they when they have to hide you?
3: like uh uh witness
1: protection goodness. program yeah. shit. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he looks like he could be in a witness protection <laughs> program. Uh
1: Facundo is uh saying Sam promised me that if Rich was going masters he would go masters again.
3: I I think I still stand by that. Yeah. I still wow. stand by that. If if Rich plans on and and it's like and uh, Elijah Muhammad, I just learned that he's going to be doing the Masters stuff. So that's that's, that's, cool. a, that's another thing that has kind of um, helped maybe me mentally just relinquish uh, any hopes and dreams about competing individually again and just kind of accept the fact that I am getting older and, and the Masters division is is probably a more... Uh, appropriate place for me to be um even even just um like culturally like rich has kids elijah has kids like they they're they have a, a similar kind of uh lifestyle that i do you know comparatively like a you know james who is just on like he's a kid <laughs> like we don't we don't have the same lifestyles and um, you mean
1: like you mean hobart <laughs> is that who you meant when you said james
3: james sprager
1: Oh, oh, Sprager. Oh, oh. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry. As soon as you said "kid," I just saw I pay, Hobart's face popped in my head.
3: Yeah, me. I, that that happened for me too. But I'm glad we clarified.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, Hobart. Hobart. I think, as I recall, Hobart said it's just as competitive as individual, but without the but but way friendlier. But he said it's crazy competitive, but just the guys. There's a tighter bond between the guys.
3: Yeah, you know, it's a smaller group of guys, and and like I already you know, mentioned, um a lot of them are in a you know similar um point in their lives too where they're 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 family men, they have children, um they're you know, running businesses and and it's just there's there's a lot more commonality there, I think, um for for someone like myself than than there would be in the uh the individual division. So yeah, not to not to downplay the the how competitive the athletes are they are they're freaks for sure like it's those were amazing athletes out there um so I I um, yeah it's it's it'll I'll probably end up doing the master stuff um I could I could potentially be um, convinced to go the other direction when, when I get out to invictus uh, and people start chirping my ear a little bit uh, like last year I told them hey guys under no circumstances am I going team. Under no circumstances am I doing individual. I don't care how fit I get. I don't like, I don't care. I'm committing to this. Um, so
2: you're going to compete either way. You're going to um, do something. Yeah, yeah but I, that, what okay. he's saying is then when he goes and does the open and he's like 20th in the world and he does the quarterfinals and he's like, I don't know, 10th in North America, then they, you know they're like, Are you sure, man? Because you're doing yeah. pretty damn well.
3: And in, in that case I, I will I'm very open to it and will cons I will consider it. Um, but um, yeah if I if I had to like bet and guess and give you an answer right now, it'll it'll probably most likely be um, be masters again.
1: A Benji Hall Sam could be a pro Tarzan, not amateur Tarzan, <laughs> a pro Tarzan. a professional Tarzan. Hey, you know what Benji he can be Tarzan. Not even a look alike. Fuck the lookalike. Just, Sam could be a pro Tarzan. we just yeah. uh, I I edited your uh your post. <laughs> Thank you, Benji. Uh so um who who's your homeboy these days? Who's who's in the rotation? Is, is it is it Bickle? Is it uh someone over at Strong Coffee? Do you have a, a some a cat you're rolling with like that's like your guy? You call three times a day. Do, who's your yeah, I'm not Sam Dancer rotation <laughs> yeah, these that's days?
3: A, that's a great question. Like you
1: get in the car and you just call him. You know what I mean? Like I do that yeah. to Hiller sometimes. He's like, what? I'm like, nothing.
3: <laughs> nothing. Just nothing. wanted to hear your voice. Yeah. Yeah, totally. um, that would, that would definitely be um, Matthew Bickle.
1: Okay. Um, I an- still, man, he's been around a long time. You keeping him.
3: Yeah. I have another uh, dear, dear friend, um, Jared Stevens. um oh. who it, it's, it's, uh, we, that's Christine Cullen
1: Brander's husband, right?
3: Yep. Yeah, so, we had her
1: on the show. She's great.
3: Yeah, they're wonderful. They're the they're the godparents to our child, um, and I've just I've always looked up to him and Christine, and um, they're definitely people that I call on to if I, you know, just if I need to talk or want to go hang out with some friends or something like that. But yeah, Jared, Christine, uh, Matt Bickle, those are those are I keep a pretty tight small circle. Um, the Invictus crew, um, CJ has always been a really good friend of mine and, and I just, I really admire him and, and our friendship and he's always able to kind of shoot me straight and be honest with me. And, and so, yeah
1: is it victus still they're, they're they used to be just all their name you know they go through these cycles of like who gets the the media attention and victus used to get so much media attention and now it's, i just feel like they've gone a little under the radar but it's still a powerhouse training camp huh
3: oh yeah like it's there's savages out there and even people who aren't on the competitive circuit uh like their their com- their competitors class is is stacked like they have some amazing in-house athletes um you know they're probably one of the few camps that are um breeding athletes and from the actual like they're coming from the gym they're not like you know people who are uh transports from from other places like they're they're building phenomenal athletes from the ground up and i i there's i don't think there's a lot of gyms like that anymore
1: are they still in the same location in downtown uh san diego
3: yep yeah crazy that's such a great spot it's an amazing atmosphere there's there's nothing nothing like it
1: yeah cool that's awesome to hear um and what about the strong coffee thing how's that going
3: going really really good um it's it's been a grind um just i just had a call last night with adam um you know we're adam and i we are not Super. That's a
1: beautiful container, by the way. <laughs> that is a beautiful. That you guys sell your coffee in that container.
3: Um, you can purchase that container uh, to drink out of off of
1: our. Oh, website. oh, that's a cup. Oh, okay, yeah. that's really nice. God, that's but, um,
3: nice. Man, we got some really cool things lined up. New products coming out. Um, new lines. Um, we got a lot of awesome things in the works, and um, we're we're starting to get some good financial backing too, which has probably been. Our, our biggest struggle. Um, just Adam and I, we're, we're a little financially limited and we, we don't, you know, we don't have the, the financial capacity to be just pouring all our money into into this company. So it, it takes a lot of work, especially on his end for fundraising and, 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 you know, putting back into this thing to help it grow. But we're starting to kind of really you know, get into a groove here and, and to where we're not like the company's not living like paycheck to paycheck. Um, and we're actually have getting a little bit more resources that we can utilize for product development and for marketing. And,
2: um, do you guys have any business mentors for that kind of stuff? Yeah.
3: Um, Adam especially. Um, and he's, you know, Adam, Adam is, just let's be clear, Adam is strong coffee. Adam von Rothfelder is, he is the he's the guy who's really made everything happen. Um, I've I've just kind of made myself available to him and we just we talk, you know, once or twice a week and, and just kind of um, you know in, in regards to where we where we want this thing to go and, and what we need to do and, and execute to continue to experience the level of growth that we've had. And, uh, but yeah, we got, we have good help for sure. Um, Adam, Adam's a savage, dude. Like, no one hustles like this guy. And he just, he's a creative genius. And like, if we can just continue to find people to invest into the company, I, there's no doubt in my mind that, uh, you know, even with him alone, but with, you know, with us working together, that we're, we're going to build this into um, an amazing, an amazing um, financially successful um, entity that will will be a a household name.
1: I I just want to plug it uh, with all sincerity. So I have strong – Gabe, don't listen to this from Paper Street. I have strong coffee at the house. I have the black, and then I have the cafe latte. And the black is just – it's just – you put the tiniest little scoop into a cup, and if you're in a hurry, you just mix hot water – Literally in one of these and it's ready to go. So if I'm running late for the show and I don't have time to grind a coffee, I do that. Also, when my coffee machine needs cleaning and I don't, I always use it. There is something significantly different about drinking that coffee you uh, than beans. I, j- I never get the jitters from it. It's just like kind of up. I stay up and then I just come down real slow. I never miss it. And maybe that's the problem because I never crave another one the rest of the day. And then the other thing is, is I when I know like to treat myself to a really hard workout, I'll put a scoop of that latte stuff in a that latte coffee you guys make. And I'll put it in a a mixer with whole milk and I'll shake it up and then like keep me uh, fuck. I'll work out for fucking an hour. Just go. I mean, it is it is a really cool, cool thing you guys have going.
3: Yeah. Thank you, man. The, uh, yeah. the, the formula it's, um, you know, there's no secret really behind it, but the, the L-theanine in it really helps kind of level off any of the jitters that you would get. And then, you know, we have some nootropics and adaptogens in there that are also, um, kind of assist in and help keeping you up for an extended period of time. And then, um, we were, we have and MC- super
1: fast to make, you're just ready. Just add hot water yeah.
3: and, you're, and you're done. And I, I, I love, I, I, still like to make my own coffee. Like I have an espresso yeah. machine, but like, you know, sometimes I need to clean it. Sometimes I run out of beans. So whenever yeah. I'm, whenever I'm in a pinch and time is of the essence, um, and, and quality is always important to me. And, and, uh, is, is crazy as it sounds, even though it's an instant coffee, like you're going to have a hard time finding a higher quality coffee than what, than what we're providing and it's
1: um, such a little amount you need at least I need I just need yeah. one little scoop mm-hmm. and, I'm, and I'm set podcast yeah. time
3: thanks thanks Savannah. I really appreciate that
1: yeah my pleasure you got I really like stuff I drank the latte until I got pregnant can't wait to start drinking again when I'm done breastfeeding oh I BF okay I, I thought that was,
3: you were saying that
1: Savannah. no no, no, I did, no I didn't
3: know that you were reading that I was like wow
1: yeah I, I was just thinking about that too when I pull stuff on the screen you probably can't see it right <laughs> <laughs> no. no. Uh any more kids, uh Mr. Dancer? Are you using contraception?
3: We are not using contraception. We never have. Um, oh okay and so honestly, we never thought we could have kids. Oh okay. Um so we were we were I I've probably shared this with you before, but it's it's a great Young story. Young and careless. It's a great story. Uh we made specific plans to not have children. And um you know, we had a sit-down talk. We we, you know, really wanted to be certain that, like, we didn't end up in our forties and fifties and regret that we never had our own biological child. We decided that that wasn't really a big concern to us. And if we ever wanted to be parents, that we'd be more than happy to adopt. We had fostered in the past, and we really enjoyed uh, enjoyed that experience. So we had made it up in our minds that. We would just adopt in the future if we ever wanted to. And the very next day, we found out we were pregnant. And if you want to hear a really cool story, but it's going to require me to talk for a while.
2: Please, um, please.
3: A year, one year to the exact day that we found out that we were having a child. We were in the jungle of Peru. And while we were in the jungle of Peru, we were partaking in an ayahuasca ceremony. And during my vision quest, if you will, and I'll tighten this up a little bit. There's, there's a lot more to this than this particular piece. I'm, I'm in another world. And this world is as real, if not more, than this experience right now. It, it's like the only way i can explain it it would be like watching tv on like one of those brand new 4k 1080p you name it tvs versus like one of the tvs you used to watch football on 20 years ago really pixelated like that's the comparison of this experience to like real life experience it was high definition I'm in another world meeting with these two individuals who are just elated that I'm there. They are so excited that I'm, I'm getting to meet with them and that I get to see where they're, where they live. And, and, and it's a fabulous place. It's just, it's the, the technology and the decor were just, it was beautiful. Everything was made out of like precious stone and metals and, and all of their technology was like holographic, like interfacing equipment and just magnificent place. Toward the end of this little vision, they have something that they need to show me. And they introduced me to my disembodied, unborn child, Star. And they specifically said, this is your child start. What did she look like? Was it a baby? It was disembodied. So she was just a, I actually have a drop It's not here. It's at my house. Just um,
1: like a bunch of sparkly shit, like pixie dust.
3: I can, I'll send you a picture of, okay. Uh, I, I found something online because I was so perplexed by this. I like, I had to figure out like, what the hell did I just encounter? Yeah. Um, but I, I'm an, an art guy. <laughs> um, I have an art background, classically trained artist. And so I, I drew a picture of what she looked like, and essentially it was just a swirling ball of light. Um,
1: Did it look it, like a frisbee?
3: It a three dimensional, like a spherical ball. Okay,
1: happened. I'm trying to help Brian because Brian only knows frisbees. But okay, hey
3: <laughs> Brian, I'm a big disc golf guy, so we'll definitely have to hit the link sometime. Um, but uh, you know, this swirling ball of light, and. Um, we had the capacity to still like speak with one another in a way. Um, so we shared just a brief embrace and, and just how thrilled we were to meet each other. And, and, um, then they gave me the date of her arrival. Wow. Um, And it was the exact day that, and month and year that she was born. Um, and, so that's fucking
1: year, nuts, dude.
3: Nuts. So, a hey, year, <laughs> a
1: year let me ask you this real quick. <laughs> yeah. Why did let me ask you this real quick. Why did you think that you guys couldn't get
3: pregnant? Because we had been having unprotected sex for the past seven years and not, you know, not did even. You ever,
1: did you ever look into it or no? You didn't know. You just figured it just doesn't. It's not happening.
3: Yeah. But we, she was ha-
1: she would have menses. She would drop she, eggs.
3: She did have a period. Yes.
1: OK. Wow. Hey, it's similar to the journey that my wife and I went on. I mean, we, we didn't get told ahead of time, but we were for sure convinced we would never have kids. A hundred percent. we like there was no option. But we also used I used condoms like a maniac. I'm old school. <laughs> but, then, but then when we stopped, then she got pregnant. Right. I mean, it, it was it was just like they tell you in the eighth grade. Like if you, just.
2: I don't think you know. he means that he that maniacs use condoms. I mean, I think he was just using them ferociously like a six seven a day yeah yeah yeah. two
1: at a time two at a time like i was scared i was fucking (laughs) throwing
2: them on yeah 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 three on my wife be like why
1: do you have three condoms on i'm like i don't want to get you pregnant (laughs) well so that's crazy so when when that date was that the date of conception or the date of birth birth man that is nuts so you knew had you forgotten that story until you got her pregnant
3: yes we kind of brushed it off honestly it didn't really it was honestly more confusing than anything um it didn't really provide us with a ton of insight (laughs) Um, you thought
1: maybe it was like a metaphor or something or like something something there would be birth of something right didn't
3: even have i didn't even attach much to it it was just kind of like holy
1: wow drugs are cool
3: holy cat yeah kind of (laughs) Uh, it's just like dude that was wild um let's get the hell out of here um yeah and yeah. So, you know, a couple synchronicities there a year from the date of that vision, the exact day we find out we're pregnant and then it, we really didn't even start doing the math on it. But as it got, like, we kind of started figuring out the due date. We're like, oh my gosh, it's, it's the date. It's the date that they gave us. Um, So a year to the date of the vision, we find out we're pregnant. And then the date that they gave us was the exact day, month, and, and year um, that they told us she so was going to be born.
1: What makes you think you're not going to have any more kids if are you, you've taken some precautions?
3: To... <laughs> we're, we're definitely a little bit more mindful of where Jen is in her cycle. So she uses a thing called a daisy, um, which she, she takes her temperature with every morning. So oh, that's cool. We're able to more kind of accurately... Uh, track her ovulation and uh, we just avoid having sex during those times. So,
1: the old ovulation tracking, yeah. So, um, yeah, that we ended up with twins doing that. Careful. I mean, I was what she warned me, she warned me I was just being careless. I, I, I fucked that one up,
3: literally. Yeah. Uh, hey, that's
1: that's a, and, and you know, once they have one baby, it like turns on the baby factory machine.
3: Oh man! Okay, good to know. I, okay. Yeah, like, any, she's, like, yeah like she's like yeah, like she's ready.
1: Get. Yeah, they don't. They're not. <laughs> um, how old are you, Sam? Uh, I'm
3: 35, Thirty-five, you said. Yeah. I'm and 35. how old's your wife? She's gonna be thirty-nine.
1: Oh yeah, she's that. My wife got the twins when she was thirty-nine. They start dropping multiple eggs.
3: <sighs> okay, noted. And I
1: think they sent. I'm going to tell you this. this, this I've, there's no. What'd you say, Brian?
2: <laughs> yeah. His heart rate just elevated.
1: Hey, and I think uh, I think they start sending out uh from from where I think that they start sending out vehicles down into the uh I don't know, wherever the semen goes to bring the help the semen up at that age too. Like there's a lot of there's some weird shit going on down there. Yeah. I've they wanna get pregnant. They wanna get it a pregnant. Vasectomy. Um, don't do it. Viscosity, I, viscosity, don't do it.
3: I've uh yeah, I'm really I'm really against it.
1: Um one surgery already on the bicep.
3: Yeah. I just I, I, I think I honestly, I kind of have a, a problem with it just like spiritually. Um, like I, I don't, if we have another kid, we have another kid. Like right. I'm, or two. I'm or two or two or two. Or two. And uh, Jenny's a twin actually too. So you're, 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 twins. you're really scaring the shit out of me. The <laughs> <most of
1: all. laughs> no, they're not fine. J- Janelle, they're not fine. <laughs> my body, my choice. <laughs>
3: Oh, gosh. I'm getting so worked up right now. i like nervous Good. thinking about any of this.
1: Uh, but I like your attitude. Okay, so no plans to have the first one, but there were no plans. Th- no plans to have a second one or a third one, but there were no plans to have the first one, and it's in God's hands.
3: There were plans to not have the first
1: one. To not one have so one, long. yeah.
3: Um. So, plans yeah. to go
1: to the games, didn't go to the games. Plans not to have a baby, got a baby. <laughs>
3: Hey, wasn't it,
2: isn't it weird though? How probably well, not going to into games. I think Sam, many are the ma- plans in the mind of the man, but it is the will of the Lord that prevails.
3: Yeah. Amen to that. And I'm here for it. Like, honestly, whatever he dishes out, like, you know, good or bad, like I'm here for it. And I, I, I will do everything I can to walk that path with grace. And, um, like it's although uncomfortable at times I've, I've never been never been led astray. So, um even in the most difficult times in my life where I'm like, why? Why is this happening? What is going on? And I'm able to look at back at that in hindsight and 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 just and see the incredible works. How's the uh
1: Jonathan Ortega wants to know how the gun training is going? Yeah, I think I did see ta- uh tapping into sort of that tactical crew Yeah. Right
3: I've I've been a little negligent Towards you know some of just like the the basic like white belt stuff that I need to be practicing just like my draws and stuff like that. Um, But I I am planning on getting um, a tactical games team competition going with Jared here hopefully, but like between now and um, February March, hopefully before the open kicks off.
1: And you had your perceptions uh, regarding guns kind of all changed, like myself
3: was a very, very anti gun. Yeah. Me too. Very, very much like not, not even open for discussion. Um, right. so yeah.
1: Very interesting. That's that, uh, as that I need to have you back on to talk about that whole journey. Isn't it fascinating as we change, how, how much has having a kid changed your, do you think change is the right word or added clarity to your thinking? Do you, do you think that you're brainwashed from having a kid or it added clarity? Oh man. There's a perspective. And so, i, I I'm, I'm,
3: you know, and and this is another really hot topic. I used to be in
1: Yes, I do. I do. Um, I do own a gun. Yes, I do.
3: But um even like um I used to be like a big pro choice guy. Um yeah. and Me now too. after after having a child, I like I can I can no longer subscribe to that. And um like it's if it's tough, you, if, isn't it? If it's someone tough. else if someone else wants to like cool. Like believe what you want to believe, but I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Like I, I can't. Do you think cause
1: you think more clearly or you, or you've been brainwashed by your child?
3: What, I don't know is it? I've I, been, I I think there's a, clarity. I love,
1: you think you're just swimming in love and.
3: No. Um, like yes. And no, <laughs> I you're clearly swimming wrong. in. Love. I, I love, I, I do love star. It's been such uh such a, a gift and a pleasure to parent her with, with Jenny and, and to just to be, you know, a steward um, for her and just to guide her and and help her develop and grow and, and just nurture that. I've really enjoyed that process. And I'm, I'm honored and blessed to, to be her father and, and to be a parent um, with Jen. Um, but I'm not like, I'm not brainwashed by the whole baby thing. It doesn't, it's not super attractive to me. Like I, I do not, I don't want more kids. I'm, I'm not like, I'm not in just like, I don't get it when people, when people would say like, when that baby comes out, you're going to feel the most love you've ever felt. And the baby comes out and we're holding the baby and I'm looking at Jen. and She's looking at me and we're looking at the baby and she's like, do you feel it? And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, no, I don't. Not even close. Um, and still I, and still to this day, although I love her, um, I, it, doesn't, it doesn't really do it for me. Um, and I'm not like super, yeah, I'm not super eager to have a bunch of kids um, or anything like that. But it's, it's definitely changed my perspective and opened my heart up a little bit um i don't (laughs) i don't do you know when you're brainwashed like that's a good question
1: yeah i don't know but like i feel i feel like completely brainwashed like like if like i hear someone if i hear like at three in the morning if someone if i hear uh can you wipe my butt for me like i'll just get up like a fucking zombie and go do it with, with with love and i'm like and i'll have this kind of this out of body experience like who is this guy like ten years ago, i had been like, "Fuck off! Don't talk to me when I'm sleeping." Like now really it's fat. like, now I'm happy to get up at three in the morning and wipe some dude's ass.
3: Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> teaching dudes how to pull their foreskin back. I'm just like, what the fuck? I like, and I'm just like loving it. I'm like, what has happened to me?
3: Dude, yeah, I had shit on my hands yesterday morning.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. The the so. shit I the shit I the shit I was the 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 least. I, I, although I, I love changing diapers because it's a good bonding moment, but the shit was uh, I was very. uh yeah, the shit's the shit's on another level. <laughs> Shit can be on another level.
3: <laughs> we're get, we're about out of it. She's she's starting to be like pretty good about going to the to the bathroom and and initiating that. So it's it's getting better and better. Less less poo fingers.
1: How how old is she?
3: She turned two in November.
1: And so she calls you dad?
3: Or in October. Um, um she dad or Sam?
1: Sam? <laughs> That's his name. That's crazy. When my kids call me by my name, I know I'm in trouble. They don't do it very often. That's crazy. She'll call you Sam?
3: Yeah. She's a hoot. She's been a really sweet, fun girl. So, um, yeah, I've really, really enjoyed our time together. And um,
1: She got your quads.
3: Dude. It's so wild picking her up. And I'm sure a lot of parents feel this way about their children, like in regards to like how they're different or special or whatever. But when I pick her up in comparison to like, when I pick another kid up yeah, and I pick another kid up and they feel like a floppy little like Gumby. Yeah. And then I, I pick her up and I have to like brace myself before I pick her up. She's just this solid, dense, <laughs> like, she got some thick legs and calves and
1: <laughs> uh, who, who's on your team at waterpalooza
3: it's uh jorge and uh
1: el chama el chama
3: el, el chama. chama
1: uh you, so you guys don't you guys don't you, uh, you guys have a chance to win i mean there's i mean against like these maniacs like james sprague uh uh chad hopper and um down pepper
3: yeah you know what i um George and Josh are freaks. They are fantastic athletes. Um, and I think what we do have um, that that helps us out a little bit is just our, our tenure and our experience in competition. Um, one of my favorite things when I'm competing against, like, younger athletes is uh, they just – they don't quite have – the the understanding um, of how to like manage their heart rate and and apply a uh, relative um, perceived exertion that's actually sustainable. So it's it's nice to kind of watch some of these younger athletes like just go out and send it, and you know come toward the end of the workout they have nothing left and they they can't they can't finish. Um, so I think just with our the, our tenure, we we have some advantage there, um, and just the amount that, that we've all competed on uh, at the on the bigger stage at the higher level is um, is something that we have to kind of um, give us some confidence in this. But yeah, I mean, Wadapalooza as an off season kind of competition, it, it, it has it, it's it feels a little bit more relaxed to me. Um, and like when I go down to Miami, I'm, I'm usually going down there to, to kind of have a little bit more fun. Um, and it doesn't, it doesn't like, um, just my mindset's just a little different around it. Um, so we're, we're going there to have a good time and just to kind of like start the season off right and and whatnot, or finish the season off right. However you kind of want to look at it. But uh, yeah, I mean, we're all competitors. We're going we're going there to to compete and 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 try to win workouts. So, um yeah. I picked
2: I, you to win the one that was already announced.
3: I appreciate that, Brian. Thank you.
2: <laughs> Did you really? Did you really? Yeah, it's just straight lifting event. These three guys are savages. Yeah. Oh,
1: even Chama, Chama's strong too like you oh, and Jorge. He actually gosh.
2: reposted or posted something and tagged me and said, "I agree." Brian
3: friend. <laughs> <laughs> we agree on something.
2: Oh, that's awesome.
3: Um, yeah. Josh, um, Josh can throw up some, some significant numbers on the shoulder to overhead. Um,
1: El Jorge, Chapo is strong. That's El, awesome.
3: Yeah. El Chapo can <laughs> deliver. Um, <laughs> and I'm I, honestly, I'm super excited to, to, I hope, I hope Jorge considers, um, an individual run after next year. I I think too. these, I think, they're, too. I think they're definitely contenders for um, winning the team division next year, especially just after like, just kind of, you know, that was their, their first time as a team together. So just having more familiarity with, with one another, um,
1: they made the podium, right? Were they second? Third. They got third, third,
3: crazy. Um. So, yeah, I think they got a great shot. Um, even if, like, Rich's team was still there, I would still say... I, honestly, I thought they had a shot last year. Um, I, I really, really did believe it. I, and they I,
1: did. I, they made it on the podium. Yeah, they did. they
3: did. They They just had a few kind of execution errors. And um, I've always kind of said whoever wins first made zero to one mistakes. Whoever gets second made two mistakes. And whoever gets third made three mistakes. Um, so uh, they just had kind of... Two little executioners, two, three little executioners. And, um, but the, their their athleticism and their capacity and their strength and their ability to communicate and work together as a team, like all those things are, are there. Um, so, yeah, really looking forward to them and the, to watching them and the team this year. But def- – and, and Josh too. I'm excited to see and, – and, and Brittany and Dev, all of them. Like I, I, I'm really excited to watch all of them. Um,
1: oh, continue. shit. I know the people on that team. <laughs> they're all, and they're all, <laughs> well, I know of them. I know to, of like, them. The yeah. When you started saying awesome. their names, I was like, oh, these are some Zealous Games people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's cool.
3: But, yeah. uh, but, but Jorge, um, I've just really grown to uh, like it. And I, again, I, I have great relationships with all of them, but just Jorge specifically, I, I'm really thrilled to, I, I hope he considers um, making an individual run in the future. I think he, he just his um his size, his his strength, his athleticism, like he He's getting
1: old. He better hurry up. He's he is old. he is
3: getting older. He's like
1: twenty-seven or something, right? He's coming yeah. on the show. We're gonna have the talk. You're getting yeah. old, buddy.
3: It is he is getting a little older. But I He I looks think... like
1: he's twelve though.
3: <laughs> he's a sweet boy too. So yeah. he, he yeah. kinda he kinda acts pretty young too. Not like immature by any 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 stretch, but he's just such a sweet man that um, but yeah, I think I think he uh, his body will hold up fine, and he he's well put together right now, and, and he's not like battling any like crazy injuries or uh, or anything like that. So I I think if he continues this course and and, and keeps kind of working on some of his weaknesses and such, he'll um, he will he will have a, a great shot at, at being able to showcase himself as an individual athlete in the future.
1: Thanks for coming on. I'm excited to see you compete.
3: Thanks,
2: uh, guys.
1: Yeah, it's always great seeing you. It's been five months since you've been on the show. Too long, and I'm glad wow. uh, to have you
3: back. Yeah, I always, uh, I'm always thrilled whenever I get a, a text from you guys asking to come on the show. This oh, is thanks, my, dude. Yeah, this is my favorite podcast to be on, and I just, oh. I, I absolutely adore both of you, and and uh, look forward to uh, the next one.
1: Thanks, brother. Uh, please say hi to your colleague over at Strong Coffee, Adam, and uh, please uh, squeeze uh, Bickle's balls for me.
3: <laughs> I should be seeing him soon, he, so I'll give him a, a big squeeze for you.
2: He's a great dude. All right, brother. <laughs> big hug for you next week coming your way, too, Sam.
3: Thank you, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Thanks, Sam. Look at Caleb's in love. <laughs> hey caleb i left the camera on in my living room and i'm just really hoping my wife doesn't walk by in front of it
0: naked i saw her come by one time but Uh she's was she clothed you're good okay
1: i can see it down below i'm like jeez i was i was late today i was i was like hustling i don't know what happened uh brian let's go over some of the highlights of this uh tell me about el chama who's this el chama guy who's on the team he was he he was on the game team last year he's legit
2: yeah he's from the uk he's really good i mean in uh he's top 20 guy in europe i think still um and it probably has been for a couple of years uh in the, the this i don't think that the uh semi-final format is necessarily the most optimal for him as an individual. So he's always kind of been just like last chance qualifier, 10th place at a semifinal. I think he may, I, you know, I, I haven't really gotten to see him do many of these, but I think he might do better at a like more tests, more outdoors fitness type of stuff uh, competition. But he's also like what an incredible guy. You would look really like this guy. I like his chance.
1: personality. He's yeah. Cool. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I had a chance to sit down with him in London one year after strength and depth. And, uh, him and his girlfriend, then I think they're married now. And it was just really easy people to get along with. Um, and Did yeah, you see I his think, calves in that photo. He doesn't even have, he, he, he,
1: he's just tree stumps for legs. He's huge.
2: Yeah. He's a big guy. Uh, he moves pretty well. Um, and he works really hard. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, him and Jorge are both great. I mean, they're, uh, I had them both in my top 100, um,
1: his you know, ankles and games. calves are the same thickness. Oh, you had him in your top 100, him and Jorge.
2: Yeah, but I won't uh, I, I won't next time because they're not going to be doing individual. So I'm just uh, moving men out uh, uh, as they find out that they're going to actually do on the team side. But I think I had him 73rd and Jorge 83rd when I put that out in August. So they're very good.
1: Hey, this is nuts. Is this true what Patrick Clark is saying? He competed in six sanctionals in 2019. Did anyone else do that?
2: Uh, I think is that Danny a typo? Spiegel, I think Danny Spiegel did nine. I can check real quick. Wait, there were
1: nine that. sanctionals? No, sorry. I two? mean,
2: I think she did five. Um, no, there were more than that. Um, I didn't even know there were. Si- but he might be talking about teams and. Um, that means he traveled. The sanctionals July. are basically.
1: How many sanctionals were there? Oh, is that so the He years only did like
2: two seven, as an individual which was strength and depth and down under, but he may have competed on a, on a team for some of those. And I didn't track all of the team stuff that year.
1: How many sanctionals were there? Was it like 15 or something?
2: Yeah. That year there were, there were like 15. Oh, that's um, chaos.
1: I need it. I need a, I need, a, I need so, someone sent me a DM saying I need to reorganize all my shit back here. If someone wants to pay for that, uh, let me know. Like I, like a new webcam and someone wants to, People are like, hey, you need to hire someone to design your studio more. It's like, hey, shut the fuck up. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm I,
2: this is like Radio Shack in here. I keep thinking I should do the same, but, you know, people are always making comments that they love it. So I'll just leave it. Cobble some <laughs> shit together.
1: Did you see that was the, that was the, uh, did you see the show I did with Dave? Did you see any of that? I, I brought the couch into action, Brian?
2: I did see that you guys are doing that. Yes.
1: Are you jealous at all? Like, hey, I've never even been to his house.
2: I'd like to come visit your family sometime. Yes.
1: Yeah. That's how you always say it. You need a leather casting couch. So someone <clears throat> wrote in the comments, uh, how did Dave feel uh, sitting on all that DNA? I mean, your couch. I was like, Oh, <laughs> what are you going to say, Brian? Nothing. Uh, he, uh, Sam dancer referred to water as an off season event. Mm-hmm. Is that accurate?
2: Yeah. About know, pre-season? Actually, Maybe preseason. Some would say preseason. Some could say postseason. Some could say off season. I don't think there's ever been a real clear definition of that. I, I like <laughs> off season. I base I you know I I consider the season to start when the open starts, and then everything else I just consider the off season. Um, at at morning Chalk Up, Justin Lefranco was very particular about what was what we called it. I can't even remember what he preferred preseason or postseason. But um, the open kicks off the season. The season runs through the games. Everything that happens outside of the season is off-season. That's how I think about it.
1: If we all gave... Oh, this is an ad-lib. If we all give $2... I'll finish the sentence for you.
2: Sevon will
1: be happy. Um, oh, so what is this? Seven, uh, go watch the video Dallin Pepper posted. Uh, is it in his... Sh- if it's in his Instagram, we can do that, Mr. Benji. Uh, if it is not... Then um, I wasn't joking, by the way, about the strong coffee. I mean, I I don't fuck around with any other instant coffee. I did want
2: to I did want to address I, do one like thing. I like thing. I like strong coffee too. A lot of people seem to think I was uh, uh, skeptical or something while Sam was talking about his Hawaii, hi, uh, ayahuasca experience. I mm. actually um, maybe we should talk about it some other time. But I have a lot of experience with uh, spiritual pursuits like that, and. Don't actually talk to very many people who who talk about him very much anymore, so I was actually pretty interested in listening to what he had to say.
1: uh, hold on, let me send Matt. let me tell Matt to schedule a show uh Matt Souza here, please schedule a show with Brian regarding spiritual pursuits Do you want it to be a series or just a one off? <laughs> I don't know, okay. I would like to talk uh Brian and matt uh. Spiritual show, spiritual
2: drug show, spiritual drug show. We can talk about my experience with drugs and then also my uh, experience with spirituality as a fallout of that.
1: Oh God, that would be so fucking good. This is the show everyone's been waiting for.
2: Oh, uh, okay.
1: Uh, so Suze is in the comments. You see that Suze, I sent you a text. Let's, uh, you know, we are not doing that. We are definitely not doing that. I'll fucking lose the show.
2: Okay. And I'm, I apologize. I missed the show with D- Daniel Brandon the other night.
1: Oh, that was partly my fault. But, but, but thank you. I'll take some blame for sending you the link late. Okay.
2: Action.
3: Look, man, here's the truth. Alan.
1: I need you more than need you. I want you on my team. You know you were my first option. About
3: thirty years from now, when we're washed up, fifty years old, talking about this,
1: you're my best friend in the sport. I know we do well.
2: Handstand push up workout might eat us up. Be your freaking biggest fan, biggest fan, biggest fan, biggest fan. I give you like three hundred dollars in my
3: purse, man. Just for you to do this. 300 extra dollars.
1: I'd do anything. i will do anything. I'd do anything. Look, man. Here's the truth. Hey, when was that posted? Oh, 28 minutes ago. Okay.
2: <laughs> Very good. He teased it in the comments. He said, wait for my make it for my announcement video. Oh, who did? Dallin.
1: Oh, he, Dallin was in the comments?
2: hmm
1: Dallin, know. tell your boy Jason, to quit being such a pussy and come on the show. He stopped returning my text messages. <laughs> the douche you tell him to JR he will never see the money that money <laughs> I'm going to text Jason the underside of my scrotum if he doesn't return a text soon if I can damage him for life yeah great video thank you Benji by the way that's about as close as we can get to getting Hopper on the show I should have said that that was live Uh Fraser had him block your number no doubt no doubt. Yeah, Hopper's a good dude. He's funny. That's good. Okay, okay. Look at Patrick conducting. You know, should we? You want to watch a Fakowski? How are you on time, Brian? Fine. Okay. Well, let's just pretend like we're at home, looking at our Instagram on the couch with uh, 368 people joining us. Uh, Mr. Beaver, can we see uh Fakowski's uh, clip? Is Fakowski going to Wadapalooza?
2: Yeah, individual and team. And this is a preview of uh, what their team experience might be like. God, he's busy. But he has time to make this.
0: Okay. The decision making type. As the
3: brains of this organization, I should have made this decision. (laughs) Woo, (laughs) woo. I'm sorry. Since when did you become the brains? Uh, I'm sorry. I've always been the brains. What? What are you talking about? I thought I was the brains. What the hell am I? Yeah, the looks. Well, yeah, of course I'm the looks, but I always thought of myself as the brains and the looks. Oh, you're the looks, I'm the brains, Charlie's the wild card. That's oh, it. that's awesome. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the classic setup. You know this, no? Look, every great crew in history has followed that basic
3: dynamic, right? Looks, brains, wild card. Think about it. The A-team did it. Scooby-Doo did it. The Ghostbusters did oh, it. Oh, shit. Yes, right? Man, yeah, yeah. Our problem is that we don't stick to that basic format and it gets us into trouble so what you're saying is that by breaking from that format we're actually limiting our ability to be as successful as those organizations
1: totally right dude great on to the matter at hand hey dude that team's gonna win
2: well that team's gonna be fucking hard we'll to beat. it will be, they'll be hard to beat, but i don't think they're a lot to win and i have a lot to say about it next week
1: uh monday and tuesday we have yeah. two of the biggest obstacles that will ever happen in Brian Friend's life. He will have to try to talk to us about Wadapalooza with John Young in the room. They'll probably be two hours' show each. And uh, we will see. You can call the show Studying Wadapalooza with Brian Friend while John Young pelt him. It's going to be a quite the show. And by the second, I don't even know if Brian will show up the second day, or he might tell me, hey, John can't come on the second day. It was Brian's idea to have John on both shows. But something that makes me think that uh, Brian's a glutton for punishment, so should be interesting. Go ahead, Brian. You were going to say it's very
2: similar. It's very similar to what Brent just spoke about. You know, when John's on, we have the brains, we have the looks, and the wild card.
1: All right, all right, that's good. Okay, maybe you choose. You're the you choose, wild yeah. card, by the way. Oh, darn it. Hey, that was... Uh, that was... Uh, that. Uh, Hiller needs to call Fikowski and take lessons. I mean, I know Hiller's got a lot of more dynamic movement and stuff, but that was really, really fucking good. And just the different heads and faces used and different looks.
2: I mean, that yeah, took Fikowski like, some time. Maybe. That was
1: like a six-hour flight on a plane or
2: something. Yeah, I... I, I... Actually, really like the selections he had for Vellner. Vellner said very little in the thing there, but the, if you watch, just watch it back and look at the faces he puts for Pat. It's epic.
1: I wonder if Kowski's dying laughing as he makes it too. Probably.
2: I mean, hopefully.
1: Yeah, definitely a podium team. It'll be, it'll be fun. Su-
2: it'll be it'll be really fun. I mean, they've they have not announced very many of the team workouts yet, so I think we'll probably put that one off till Tuesday and hope that we get as much as possible there to to look into. But even if we don't know a lot of the programming, it can be fun to to talk about these lineups.
1: I don't know if we have it on the um, streamyard yet, but or on YouTube yet. But so on Monday, it's uh, the shows at nine a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Oh, then we have a draft show on Monday too. That's Monday oh, night. We don't have. <clears throat> Oh, okay. And then Tuesday morning? No, that's not Monday. Oh yeah, yeah. The draft shows Monday, so we have we have two shows on Monday the ninth. We have Jorge Fernandez on. Then we have Waterpulsa predictions with Brian and John Young. And then we have the draft in the evening. And then on Tuesday morning, God, Tuesday morning, man, those morning shows with Brian and John, I'm telling you, you guys do not want to miss those. I'll open up the call line too. It's gonna be fucking. It's gonna it's, be uh, it's just, gonna be crazy. Hopefully, okay. John will be in a bathtub.
2: Has anyone have you announced that uh, that programming? I mean the, the fantasy draft thing yet? No.
1: You want to huh. tell people about it?
2: I don't know. Uh yeah. Basically we got six <laughs> teams of two analysts or personalities, and we're gonna do a little Wadaplooza draft uh and play a competition on lawn chair leaderboarding.
1: And my partners, I'm partnering with J.R. Howell.
2: You're partnering with JR Howell? I'm partnering with Dr. Spin. Oh. we got four other teams of two. How come you guys got two brains? That uh, that wasn't exactly how, how it was divvied up. And he's actually changed his plan since then. might may potentially put us at a little disadvantage.
1: He's going to start his transition. Uh, no, we, were trying, have, we were, the... were trying to have, basically
2: uh, we're trying to have, because about half of the people are going to be in Miami and half are not. So yeah. we're trying to have one in one. Yeah, the People in Miami are, it's a lot harder for them to react on the fly as things are happening or make changes to the roster, especially Jason Bill are participating. They'll be commentating one for individuals, one for teams. So we wanted to pair the people on site with someone off site, but spin doctor decided to come to Miami too.
1: I think we can only get 10 people on Streamyard. I wonder what we're going to do. A couple people won't be every, able to be on.
2: Yeah. Well, the other reason we wanted to have two per team is to get, increase the likelihood that someone from every team could actually make it. Um, and so we'll have at least one from every team. I actually think that you and I are going to go on, but not draft. We're going to just uh, like evaluate the picks that other teams are making to fill the dead air. While they're thinking about what they want to do. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely so going to whatever Spaniel JR says.
1: I'm going to be like, yeah, JR
2: is fucking brilliant. And they'll like, they'll make up the picks for our team. And then we'll just kind of, Fill the time because remember last time we did it, how serious everyone got as soon as we started, and it was like kind of awkward and quiet. So we can but just, it went fast. But it went fast. It did. But I think that it'll be good if you and I are somewhat removed from the draft, and we can just talk about how bad the other teams' picks are, besides our own teams. Um, I think that the the show
1: for I think the bar has been set very low for draft shows, so I think we're I think we come out with the with the win. Either way. It should be fun. It should be fun. Yeah. All right. Uh, oops, I just flashed my notes. Don't do that, Sebby. Um, Anything else?
2: Oh, we have some other shows coming before Monday, don't we?
1: Yeah, we have all sorts of shit. I got Retroning coming on in two hours. Mixed, Thanks for I'm, the
2: invite. I'm excited. You're very welcome. They didn't you didn't send it.
1: You're very, very. You're a bu- you're
2: busy man. You can't be on all the shows. <clears throat> I've never made a show with Rich, actually. I'm never available when you have him on.
1: Uh, Mr. Froning at 11 a.m. You
2: know that hey, are- Sam Dancer, Rich Froning, and I are all born within a month of each other? In the same year? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's pretty crazy. I think so. It's crazy that you know all their birthdays. Yeah. Uh, when is Rich's birthday? Towards the end of July, 1987. Um,
1: tomorrow, are you coming on tomorrow's show?
2: I have it on my calendar as a maybe. Paige Powers. Yeah. It's so funny. I have it's almost every time you have someone from mayhem on. I miss it
1: by design. I'm going to do a live call-in show sometime, too. I got too many notes piling up. Uh, and then Sunday's just fucking nuts. We have uh, Travis Mayer, then Patrick Vellner, then Alexis Raptus.
2: Do you know that? I I'm, I was wondering if Sousa did it on purpose and spelled Travis's name wrong. <laughs> Saw that.
1: Hey, you know what? He may be Trevor. copying and paste. I should take all the blame for all the spelling errors because I just like peck away at my keyboard like a maniac and and he might just copy and paste. Surprised he didn't just say Trevor. Oh, uh, then Monday we have Jorge Fernandez on. I'm excited about that. It'll be my first time meeting him. Then Monday and Tuesday we have the prediction shows. Oh, Wednesday we have Jay Crouch on. I'm excited about that. That's- I'm scared though because he didn't talk much.
2: I won't make that one either. So yeah, I need own. you. Thanks He's you. got a beard about as big as mine right now. He does. Yeah, pull up Maddie Cert's Instagram from today. I was like, I like had to zoom in to make sure it was him.
1: And then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the 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 the, the show kicks off. Hey, have you seen my bumper for my um my new uh, Level One campaign, CrossFit Level One campaign? I don't think so. Would you like to see it? Has anyone seen it? Yeah, it, it, I've shown it on the show once or twice. Not very often. It's kind of top secret. Oh. Have you yeah. seen the Magic of CrossFit campaign that they've started? Yeah. And you know how they have, like, those graphics that say the Magic of CrossFit? Mm-hmm. So I have some, some L1 commercials coming out. Uh, Caleb, do you want to show uh, Jay Crouch's beard, and then I'll show the Magic of CrossFit
2: bumper? Wow, oh, they look great. <laughs> I just want to see him getting out of the water in Miami with the beard dripping wet. I think it's going to be a different side of him that we're used to.
1: Hey, he looks like a pinner there. He looks like a five five hundred and twenty five pound UFC fighter there. what way? looks <clears throat> tiny there. What's going on?
2: Isn't Maddie Sturt heels. like four eleven? How tall is Jay Crouch? I think she's wearing heels. He's like five eight.
1: I'm surprised Caleb didn't grow a beard when he was overseas. Thank you, Mr. Crouch. I'm looking forward to seeing you. Uh, if you're not going to talk, bring your buddy, um, uh, Rob Forte, please. Jay does have a good smile that goes far. Okay. Um, so, uh, for those of you who don't know, CrossFit has launched the magic of CrossFit campaign. They have some fancy graphics for it, but I'm also going to release a bunch of uh level one video that I shot from years past. Um, that is uh, sh- showing the importance of taking that one, but this is the bumper that uh, we have for, uh, For ours. Brian, pay attention. Oh, shit. Okay, Okay, here we go. It's only 17 seconds. Am I playing it?
2: Oh, I thought you said you were going to play it.
3: I.
1: That's sage, by the way. Some people think that's marijuana. That is not marijuana. That's sage that's burning, and then Brian, then it will fade into like, um, you know, like a scene at at the level
2: one. Mm -hmm. Do you like it? Very well done. Thank you. You made that.
1: I I cannot take credit for making it though, (laughs) Uh, and I provided very little vision, to be honest. Also.
2: I might need to know who this person you provided the little vision for is because I try to do something similar with a shirt idea and has not been going well. Uh,
1: yes. Yeah, sage, cloves, hemp, whatever. Yeah. I just, I just don't approve of uh, cannabis smoking. I just, smoking's bad for you. Okay. Uh, we will see you guys uh, in two hours. Be good. Caleb, will you still be awake? Should be. Bye-bye. <laughs> oh,